Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey guys and gals, welcome to the Outkick the Coverage Daily Podcast. Appreciate you checking us out and for all your support of the brand. Clay Travis in Denver this week, so it's J-Mart, Jeff Schwartz in with you. We had a lot of fun this morning. We talked Madden ratings, terrible NFL quarterback lists. Where people get this stuff, we have no idea. A little bit of Kevin Durant, who says that he's going to Brooklyn because he likes the system there. I think the system that he likes is no Draymond Green, and he can be the superstar. Also, a little Game of Thrones and a ton of NFL with Alan Bell of 24-7 Sports. Enjoy the podcast. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis, live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern. 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome in. It's a Wednesday. An early Wednesday, this is Outkick the Coverage, the radio program heard across the country or across the world if you've got internet access, foxsportsradio.com, iHeartRadio app, podcast, maybe you're listening to us later on in the day, subscribe, get all the archive, Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis through your podcast catcher of choice. We are coming to you live from the Geico Outkick studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. We're also brought to you by our good partner out of True Car. When it comes to selling or trading in your car, you need to make good choices. And with True Car, you've got a star on your roster. So when you're ready to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car. True Cash offer not available in all areas. Clay's in Denver. He's back on Monday. I'm Jason Martin. Used to work with him. Now still work with him. I'm on Twitter at jmartzone. Also host of the Jason Martin Show Sunday mornings here on Fox. Jeff Schwartz played in the NFL for eight years. He's down in Charlotte, North Carolina. My usual partner in crime on this outkick fill-in journey. At Jeff Schwartz on the tweets. Jeff, what's up, man? Good morning. Uh, it's uh, one more morning closer to 
NFL football, that's how I look at this time of year. Uh, I believe, like I've been saying all week, the Denver Broncos report to camp today. We have college media days happening. The, co- the conference I follow uh, has that next week. It just smells like football. I know it feels like football weather, at least in Charlotte. It was like 101 in the afternoon yesterday. It's supposed to be even hotter today. Um, so just, just count on the days, buddy, till we get to watch some football. I can't wait. The itch is just like so there. We, we are at a point now on Twitter, by the way, on social media. Again, yeah. social media, not real life. Agree wholeheartedly with Clay here yes. uh, on social media that like we're getting to to what to wild outlandish football take time and like people are so itching for football that we're, we we keep we're talking about just the wildest stuff on social media. You want to call names? Value? Well, I, I don't know if I pronounce it. That the, the gentleman from Ireland who is sure <laughs> listening to our show right now. Um, who you know that he, guy's on ESPN. He used to be on ESPN radio on a pretty regular basis. And, I, and I'm not really sure. I think he. I, I've been told that, or I think because like he had the accent and he had this sound, all these cool numbers he had. Uh, but he put out his quarterback ranking yesterday. That's just atrocious. I mean, like, there's no other way when when you list Russell Wilson as a high end starter in the right role, and you rank him 12th in the NFL. I'm not even upset at the 12th ranking. Okay, fine. But to like to label him as a high end starter in the right role, what does that mean? It's just atrocious. Um, he even wrote like like so, like so, like something like if they have to pass the ball more this year, they're in trouble. I think like, what? Yeah, it would be terrible. It'd be terrible Russell, Russell Wilson, to ask they, Russell Wilson, who's one of the they, best deep ball throwers this decade in the NFL, to actually throw the ball a little bit more. He is like one. He's a Hall of Famer. He's only going to be a Hall of Famer. Um, uh, and just, you know, Lamar Jackson, we've got over this. I just don't, I'm, I'm not high on him. He was 12th ahead of Carson Wentz, Deshaun Watson, Jared Goff. Um, look, that, and, and what ha- this is what happens, folks, when you make up your own stats, which, which are, which he has made up, and then you use them to back up your work, and then don't share your stats, and they don't provide, like, any context whatsoever. Like, for example, I, Often disagree with Pro Football Focus's uh, grades. Now, the other stuff they do, their back end data and some of the other stuff that, that's not available that I've seen before, is fantastic. It's unbelievable. And we using the facility uh, when I was in New York, you know, just like the, it's easy. It's so much easier just to be like, hey, uh, when you know, instead of having a, a, a defensive assistant, uh, you know, chart things or the offensive assistant chart things. PFF takes kind of that away from those guys. It makes them, it makes our life easier and their life easier. Um, but I disagree with their grades, but their grades are like generally in the right area of where they're supposed to be. Yeah. Um, and they explain it like they'll come on. I had them on a podcast to talk about offensive line grades and they're open to talk. I've talked to the founder before many times and Neil and, and Sam Munson and all these guys like, like they're open to talking about it. Um, yeah. Some of the guys that work for them are, absolute bores on social media and they're the worst and i mean one guy was like i am a phd in mathematics like congratulations on being smart i I don't care oh dude i the worst interviews i've ever done i'm not going to call the names out because they were super nice guys and i was super excited to have them early in my radio career i went out and i tried to grab some dudes from 538 to come on and and do some sports analytics discussion and break down some stuff that I mean too much. the stuff on the website is phenomenal like when you go through 538 and right. really Agreed. have the time it's awesome these dudes have never spoken before I'm not sure they've ever spoken to parents. I'm not sure they've ever spoken to friends. It's like they're in a room like it's a beautiful mind and they're Russell Crowe, and they're sitting there, and they're just whiteboarding constantly. Like, they can do it, but to ask them to discuss it, Correct. I would rather view my own autopsy <laughs> than have an interview well, like that again. 
I mean, look, we, this is a, a bigger discussion, and we're going to talk plenty about Zeke Elliott today and running back yes. value, you know, and, and the analytics community a little bit. But, like, there's, I think, a, a, a fine line between, you know, some of these guys that do the analytics um, are, like you said, just kind of, like, in front of their computer screen, they're doing it and they're posting it, you know, and, and that's their gospel. There's other guys that do the same thing, but are actually open to interpretation about their yeah. their analytics. They're open to me as an ex-athlete. I am one of the more progressive ex-athletes who actually believes in, in analytics, but I also understand there's a human element behind some of this stuff. And so, yes, you can write that running the ball has no correlation to play action pass you can present me with the data but i can tell you as a player that it 100 percent mattered when i ran when we ran the ball better my my blocking on play action pass was better you can disagree with that but i lived it i know what it's like you can ask any offensive lineman who played that when we when we were able to run the ball better we had better play action pass when our quarterback was able to sell it better we had better play action pass and there's many things we get into all of this but but it's hard for some of those guys to articulate that, but also hear the other side of things. Just like our boy from Ireland, who when you tell him something's wrong or his his data is wrong, or whatever else, he just blocks you on social media. You mean um, like Marcus Mariota is like, the seventh best correct. quarterback in the NFL? It's just it's just not accurate. Like it it it. Here's the thing: is you know it. it and people were saying to me last night, and this is a good lesson for everyone. Um, you know that well, he put in the work. Yeah, but. Putting in bad work doesn't make it doesn't make it so that we can just say whatever you want in any subject, right? Um, I believe the the uh, the Vince Lombardi quote. I'm gonna pull up to make sure. I think it is attributed to him. I believe. I always think it's attributed to John Wooden. I go search it. It's always Vince Lombardi. Mm-hmm. Um, practice does not make perfect. Only perfect practice makes perfect. Right, so it's not it's not a, the amount of time you spend. It's the amount of quality time you spend doing something practicing something right so just because you watch a lot of film or or in our profession you know you do a lot of rate research on how to do radio properly uh you, you have to when you practice you better do it right in our in our profession too you know a lot of hours does help um but like it, it's 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 so we're at that point now where we're getting these lists done um you know i've mocked chris sims list before um, I got a little spat with Pro Football Talk last. I always get in spats with them for some odd reason. They oh, I mean, we know we know the reason. It's not some odd reason. It's some short reason in blue jeans on Radio Row. That's the reason. What 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 happened? What are you what talking I, about? I'm talking about Florio? Oh, I've never talked to him in my life. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, some of the but he but I never really. Inter- I I don't know who's running their Twitter account. I don't think it's him. What, but the best part is that it's it. Everyone thinks it's him. So it's the greatest part of all time, and everyone thinks it's him. So he just gets smashed every time. I've never talked to the guy. I never met him. But I, I just continually dislike the stuff they put out now. Like it used to be just a website for news. When I came to the NFL, that's all. It was, yeah, news. it's not. I mean, they do put out news, but there is an agenda behind virtually every story that right. I see from that website at this point. So I got in a thing with them yesterday because we had this O-line mastermind thing this past weekend and my buddy Duke, it's all his it's all his brainchild. Lane Johnson mentioned it one time on a um, on like an NFL Top 100 thing. Duke called Lane and Duke did it. Set it up, put it together, invited everyone, got the sponsors, Got the location, did the agenda. I know because he's my best friend. I know because I helped him with some of this stuff. Like I, it, it's 
He did it all. And like they continually have messed it up in all the stories. Except all the stories that Pro Football Talk has written. Yeah, they've mentioned that Duke ran it, but they didn't, you know, they're like, oh, Lane set it up. Lane did this. And I'm not taking anything away from Lane because having his voice it, promoting the, the, is very huge. So they mentioned, like, how about this, Jason? As, as a journalist, would you ever say this? Would you ever say basically that, um, uh, Here's what they said. They subtweeted me last night. How dare you not do a better job of covering that thing we didn't tell you about or invite you to? So they're basically yeah. admitting a, a, a professional organization that, 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 that um, puts out football news is admitting that they're going to get things wrong unless they were invited to an event. Like, right, ba- like yeah. basic facts of things wrong to have events that, that they talk about. Yeah. I mean, the Chris Sims thing is interesting to me. I talked about that on my program in Nashville a couple of weeks ago. I said, look, everybody's got rankings – a lot of people just put out stuff. I, my question is, did he actually believe all of the things that he was saying? Because some of that stuff just rubbed me. It's just like, really? feels like you want people to say that you have Tom Brady ranked in this spot. And then, of course, our buddy from Ireland basically did the exact same thing in terms of where he put, I think, both Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. both, Or maybe it was Brady and Breeze. I think it was Brady and Breeze. I'm, I was Brady and Breeze. I'm, I'm actually like not like that upset about where Tom Brady is. Um it's more the other stuff that Sims has said as far as, like, Pat Mahomes. It's like basically, like, imagine if he had Josh McDaniels. I was like, what? What? Yeah, it's like, Josh how much McDaniels? better How much better of an offense could um, he be in than the one that he's in right now? If you read some of the stuff that's been put out over the past few days, I think Warren Sharp actually, in his uh, 2019 preview for the season, talking about where Andy Reid and Bienemy have put Mahomes in terms of success rate being around 83% or something like that. It's like, I don't think Mahomes needs Josh McDaniels no, I, when you've got Andy Reid. I think he put it out. I'm going to pull it up. I, I downloaded uh, yesterday um, the, uh, the, P, the PDF copy. The PDF, I yeah. put in a PDF copy. I believe yes. there's something about how um, it was the uh, completion percentage on, on running back passes early, like in the down. It was, it was something like crazy. I'm going to pull it up right here. But, yeah, it's something wild. Well, you know um, he loves that. Like, Warren Sharp is – he – like, if there was a religion, it would be throwing to running backs early early in uh, drives, early in and, series. And we will have Warren on Friday? Yeah, we're going to have him and Phil Steele on Friday. So we're going to talk Fantastic. college and NFL, and we're going to have Alan Bell of 24-7 Sports – uh, the senior editor of the NFL vertical for them will be in studio here for the entire third hour, and we'll even take some questions. Potentially, we're going to have a roundtable, just good old fashioned NFL discussion in hour three today. That's going to be a lot of fun. Here, here's the here's the line, by the way, that he wrote about um, the little blurb about Kansas City before we kind of get into the meat of, of his of his work. And by the way, Warren's one of those guys that can do the analytics and talk about the analytics. Yeah, not he like, can not bore you to death. Okay, um, um, basically he. Um, uh, he was 28th of 35 uh, quarterbacks, um, and his percentage of total passing yards of the season came through the air. That's amazing. Seems impossible because remember he led the NFL in deep passing yards <laughs> and deep passing completions, um, and uh, it's because of the high completion percentage uh, to running back passes that Kansas City has uh, in 2018. The Chiefs' first down running back passes in standard situations, so first first and ten, produced a 69% success rate, an average of insane 10.1 yards. He uh, Mahomes' 69% pass success rate on these passes led the NFL. Um, and uh, the reason is, is that he uh, Pat Mahomes completes 83% of these passes. Uh, so basically screens. Uh, the screen game that Kansas City runs on first down is remarkable. And he reads the best in the NFL at it. 
and teams should study what Andy Reid does on those um, in those uh, screens and do more of that because it's amazing. He is mm. incredible. His screen design is one of a kind. One of a kind. It's unbelievable. Right. The 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 larger point just being, I don't know. People feel like they have to say stuff at this time of year, and everybody wants clicks. And if you can come up with something that's even mildly controversial, then you can get debate shows on various television networks to talk about your article. That's one thing the ESPN's been criticized, and I think rightfully so at times over the past handful of years, is their own employees will make an opinion and then they will use that opinion to then discuss that opinion as if it's news all day long. And so when pro football talk or whatever, when Chris Sims puts out these rankings, those are not gospel folks. It's not really even anything to get upset about. You can just kind of laugh at it if you disagree with it. But you're going to find an, you're going to find some opinion to dislike at all times. Speaking of opinions that people dislike, the Madden ratings, year <laughs> after year after year, upsetting NFL players. When we come back, we'll talk about that. We're also going to talk about Zeke Elliott and what that means for the Cowboys and how exactly they're going to keep their triumvirate in place, or should they keep their triumvirate in place? Pretty interesting comment from Colin Cowherd yesterday surrounding that 877-996-6369 is how you reach this program that's 877-99 on fox jeff schwartz jason martin back in a moment here in for clay on outkick the coverage fox sports radio be sure to catch live editions of outkick the coverage with clay travis weekdays at 6 a.m eastern 3 a.m pacific hey it's jonas knox and you know o'reilly auto parts you know o o o o'reilly who are in the business of keeping your car on the road o'reilly auto parts offer friendly helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs they've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock either in store or online so you never have to worry if you're in a jam the team at o'reilly auto parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car if it needs to be replaced they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free 
free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trick of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their yokohama test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Lil Hendrix. I like it. Welcome back to the Geico Outkick Studios. Car shopping can be confusing with terms like dealer price, list price, and invoice. True Car shows you what other people pay for the car you want so you can recognize a good price when you're ready to buy a new or used car. Visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Jason Martin, Jeff Schwartz with you for the remainder of the week. Have been here all week doing the Outkick thing as Clay is on vacation in Denver. We'll have Alan Bell in studio in the third hour. We're going to do a just a wide-ranging NFL discussion. Man, we are getting so close to football, which means we're getting close to Madden. If you have not heard this audio, this might be the best part of your day. Keenan Allen, not alone, but Keenan Allen, wide receiver of the Chargers, who I've long thought is a very underrated player, at least to the guys that immediately jump out in terms of great receivers. Keenan Allen's been really good for a long time. He's helped me win fantasy leagues, that's for sure. But he was not happy about his rating. Listen to Keenan Allen's response to his numbers in Madden 20. I will not be playing Madden 20, period. All right, number one, uh, my overall is an 89, for sure. Uh, My short route running is a 91. My medium route running is an 88. Like, my deep route run is a 75. Like, bro, who's making this? No, wait, wait. Who did this? Speed's at 87. Like, bro, ain't nobody just running with me step for step like that, bro. Like, come on, dog. It's not that sweet out there, man. Like, what is you thinking? My strength is 69. Like, I'm a little boy. I'm not understanding something. I'm not understanding. I'm an 89 on the game. Pro Bowl back to back. Thousands. I don't understand. What's up? I mean, Keenan Allen went deep into the ratings 
found everything that he could, and he said that he's going to boycott the game. He's not alone. There are other people. And this seems to happen every year, Jeff. And I think the main reason is because of this. This is putting out grown folk business in public in that what is it that most or a lot of NFL players grew up doing? They grew up playing Madden, and a lot of them are still playing Madden now when they can tear themselves away from Fortnite. But they're still all playing Madden. A lot of them are. And so you've got your crew there playing this game and then you feel disrespected right there in front of you like this feels like everyone's gonna see this like whatever i don't know some analyst says about you you can let that get into your feelings but you can also let it go because there's going to be somebody who's going to say something positive and negative about you just about every day if you have any name recognition at all in the nfl especially when it's in season but madden man your kids are going to play that your kids are going to play that at some point, and they're going to see that you're an 89, which, by the way, is not a bad number at all for a receiver. I'd like to know exactly where Keenan Allen thinks he should be, probably in the 94, 95 range. But I just I think that this is very predictable when it comes to something that they love yeah. so much, playing and all their friends are playing it, and that means all of their colleagues are playing it, and they see where they're ranked, and they immediately, it just hits that pride gene unlike anything else possibly could because they pick up a controller and their skills aren't as good on screen as they feel like they are on the field. Well, here's the thing is you you shouldn't be comparing yourself to everyone as a whole, right? So, oh, I'm the 89 ranking, that's not very good, but are you where are you with wide receivers? Like that's what you should be looking at. Where's your speed compared to the rest of the wide receivers? Where's your short route running ability compared to the rest of the wide receivers. Doing this, comparing yourself as a whole to everyone else in some of these stats, I know short route running, you're not going to compare to Tom Brady, but you know, Keenan Allen might be the highest ranked wide receiver. I don't think he is. No. Um, but the idea but he's also not the best wide receiver in the NFL. So I'm gonna look up Madden. I I could care less. I, I met and hung out with the head Madden adjuster all weekend. At the thing I was doing in Dallas, he was there. And he was just trying to learn about offensive line play. Um, I, so I was talking to him, um, and um, I asked him. Uh, I said, "Dude, like, come on, man! Like, why was I always the slowest person ever? Like a forty, a forty, or something like that?" And he goes, "Well, back when you were playing, we used to just, um, you know, we looked at someone's weight and then we just determined they were slow. Oh, fat white guy, slow. Yeah, no, seriously. And he's like, now we watch film and everything, which makes okay. So Keenan Allen." Um, is uh, the, let's see, this is uh, five, and that's ten. I think it looks like he's the 13th wide receiver. So if you look at this list of wide receivers ahead of him, um, I mean, I, I might put him a little bit higher. I might put him ahead of Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. I might put him ahead of TJ Hilton. Um, you know, healthy A.J. Green is probably better than Keenan Allen. Uh, yeah. I, I might even put him ahead of Adam Thielen. Um Keenan Allen's very good. So let's look at Keenan Allen compared to the rest of our. So oh, awareness. Keenan Allen is going to be. I'm glad, I hope Keenan Allen loves this free pub we're giving him. Yeah. Um, he's about about the same. About ten. Um, you look at his speed. A little bit slower than than than, than some of these guys. But he's not. But also, like for example, his speed. So the highest speed is Tyreek Hill. It's a 99. Then the next big wide receiver on this list. Um, who's up in his kind of ranking is going to be uh, Odell as a 94. Um, yeah, but Odell's faster than, than Keenan Allen. Like, what do you what do you expect, man? There's a lot of guys faster than him. So it's just, this is just, it's just goofy, man. Because like I said, 
He's about the tenth best wide receiver in the NFL. Uh, maybe he's a little bit higher than that. I think I, I just if you look at just pure yards last year, the top ten, he's not there. He's fifteen if you include the tight ends. He would be thirteen if you took them out. Atulio, DeAndre Hopkins, Mike Evans, Tyree Kill, Juju, Michael Thomas, Devontae Adams. Then you've got a, a tight end in Kittle. Then you've got Thielen. Then you've got a tight end in Kelsey. Then you've got Antonio Brown, T.Y. Hilton, Robert Woods at thirteen, Brandon Cooks at fourteen. Thank you, Sean McVay. And then Keenan Allen at 15. I don't think it's egregious to put Keenan Allen at 13. Maybe you would put him a shade higher, but I just think that this speaks to the larger idea of what Madden means to the culture. And these guys, this is like the equivalent of meeting your hero and he's a jerk to you, at least yeah. in their own minds. It's like you're never supposed to meet your heroes because it could ruin how you feel about them. Well, Madden is a hero to a lot of people in our age range, especially players that spend a lot of their time playing this thing at night. And so now it's like they've met their hero because their hero is now commenting on them via these ratings on the screen, and they see an 89 and Keenan Allen. And the other thing about most athletes, yeah, their egos are fragile, but they also all think they're wonderful. They all also think that they are so much better than they actually are. Like, you can bring a superstar onto an NBA team. This happened. Yeah. I can't remember who it was, but they uh, one of these teams – traded for a superstar guard and the current guard that was there was like yeah we need some backup out here and it's like no we're taking your job but the guy did not have the perspective to realize that at the time because everybody thinks they're nate robinson you know like nate robinson has his has his kind of irrational confidence and things to that nature so i think that keenan allen just sees himself as better and he feels like well at least give me a 90 i mean 89 is a b plus Uh, um i'm looking at at my brother's rankings right now, <laughs> he's the number one right tackle as he should be. But some of this, so I clicked on like the like the extra ratings on their website, um, and like <laughs> elusive rating ten, um, which is, I mean, you know, I, don't I mean, know yeah, I don't think I don't think Mitchell um, Schwartz is supposed to be elusive, but Juke move rating ten, but like Lane Johnson's like a fifty four for Juke move. Wow, um, uh, which Lane is supremely athletic. Um, uh, Juke move ten. This is incredible. Spin move 10. I mean, why don't you even rank offensive linemen in, in this uh, stiff arm 10? Um, this is amazing. But trucking, he's 21 for trucking. Um, this is incredible. This is just amazing. Uh, ca- oh, catch in traffic rating, 15. Who knew? How about that? Why would that not be a 10? Like, why is that a 15? It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, a question you so need to funny. write down to ask the Ju- to ask that guy is, next year. Jumping a 73. That, that is not true. My brother cannot jump for a lick. He might be worse than me. Um, so that's this is incredible. It's just ama- This is just amazing. Oh, throw accuracy short rating six. Mm. I love how Lane Johnson, by the way, who played quarterback in college, uh, like JC is like a has all these quarterback rankings. Like he has all these. Like he's in the fifties for a lot of these. The short accuracy rating fifty nine. It's amazing. Amazing. Just because he played a little bit. <laughs> My brother was JV quarterback. It's incredible. Well, I mean, that's the other thing about the Madden ratings is, look, a lot of them are wrong. Like, if you want to really look at it objectively, a lot of them are wrong. But at the end of the day, they're... yeah. What's wrong, though? Like, it's it's all... Look, these guys, they're watching the film. But, Jason, I'm going to put a little bit of conspiracy on on you. I'm not a big conspiracy guy, but do you think they kind of move everyone down just a tick to get this reaction from everybody i don't think that there's any reason to believe that they would not do that because it's not gonna help them sell less games it's not like oh 
uh, just because we're in Nashville. Oh, Corey Davis is only a whatever. I don't even know. I didn't look at it. He's only a 75. If he's not an 80, I'm not buying the game. Like, maybe the players are going to say that, and I don't even think they're going to stick to it. But nobody's not going to buy the game because the ratings are bad because one thing everybody knows is people that have absolutely no lives are going to go through the entire league, and they're going to put in all of these analytic and stats and all this kind of stuff. And then there's going to be a roster update that comes out, not by the game producers, but by these, I don't know, nerds that have the time to do it. And you're going to be able to go in and download all of that. And then all that information is going to change anyway. Plus, of course, yes, the Madden ratings can change. At least they used to be able to. You used to be able to get custom rosters and all of those things, and people would spend time. That was the best thing about NCAA football. It was the worst thing, really, because you waited to start playing your dynasty until everybody got their names right. They would change the jerseys, they would add the rookies, they would put in the stats, and they would put in all the names that, of course, EA Sports could not put into the game. So you would wait until college football looked like college football, and you would just play exhibitions or online or something until that big roster update came up. And then you would get that like update. It wouldn't even be on social media a lot of the time at that point. It would just be like you would go to these websites like Operation Sports, I think was like the main one, at least back in the day. And it would be like, okay, well, finally, this guy's NCAA roster is out for the SEC and the Pac-12. And so you would go in and you would download that, and then you would have everything. You would have all the names, the numbers would be right, the heights and everything would be right. They would change all the things about it, and all the stats would match up to like Phil Steele's college football preview as opposed to whatever close the NCAA folks had so there was that was one of the coolest things is when that roster update came you realize all right now I can play my dynasty and that's kind of the same thing yeah so so there is a there's an art form to it but I think Keenan Allen's response is probably he's not alone I'm sure there are a lot of people that feel this way because they love that game and they feel like what loved them spurned them coming to you live from the geico outkick studios great news there's a quick and easy way you could save money switch to geico only takes 15 minutes to see if you could save 15 percent or more on car insurance go to geico.com and see how much you could save jeff schwartz at jeff schwartz on twitter i'm at jmartzone i'm jason martin w arborough here with me in nashville alan bell 24 7 nfl managing editor will come in for the third hour we'll even take your phone calls if you have some nfl thoughts but just a lot of things as we're getting closer and closer to football Jeff, I wonder how often players actually like contact EA Sports or try to get to the, the guy time. that you spoke to all, over all the, the weekend time. and just go nuts on those guys. I, I have people that I know that work as the, or intermediates that, that hit up Matt and be like, yo, this guy's ranking is not is not right for the offensive line stuff. Um, and that's why the, 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 the Madden adjuster was there this weekend just to kind of like hear – you know how we view the game, and if it's, you know if he's going to change the way that they approach their rankings based off of kind of what he heard uh, in the room. Although I, I think they contact him all the time, and that's why they change. I mean, I remember a couple of years ago, my brother was like, I think it was it was last year. I mean, he was second team All Pro, and he was like eighty one, and they're like, uh, and my buddy contacted him was like, dude, that's not. Plus, my 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 buddy also kind of helps Madden a little bit with their rankings, or did. I don't think they paid him enough, so he didn't do it anymore. But. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's like, he would kind of help them with the offensive line rankings. Like, yo, this is not, this is not right. Um, and so, no, I definitely think they take. I don't think they take into account the 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 player calling them, but maybe someone who is a scout or someone who is a representative or someone that can actually present information. But like I said, they they watch they watch the film now. They study the film. They grade the film. 
So this is not coming out of nowhere. I think players just think that they just come up with the rankings kind of out of nowhere, just out of thin air. Not at all the case. And I'm not defending the rankings terribly. Like I said, I, I don't care. I'm going to mock my brother later, I think, with his <laughs> like his jumping rating at some point today on Twitter. But otherwise, I don't, I don't play – dude, I don't play video games. I don't know. Are you, are you a video game guy? I used to be a huge yeah, video I, game guy. I, you know, I worked for GameStop. I was in management and, and all of those things. But I got out of it, and I've tried to play a handful of things over the past yeah. few years. Maybe one of them has stuck. I always see something come out, and I'm like, I think I'll play that. And then I get it, and I play it for a day, and then I'm done with it. Like I, I think if NCAA came out, I would want it. Uh, yeah. Because it was, it, I love it just like everybody else does, and yeah. I've spent so much time with it over the years. My favorite franchise, but at the same time, I also think that my life's about to shift in a in a grand way, and it kind of already has. And the last thing I want to do when I get home from doing four hours of radio or being at a practice or doing whatever it is that I'm doing is have to think a little bit too hard. And I, <laughs> I think I've hit that spot at age forty. I never thought this would happen, where games are too complicated for me. Like, there's too many buttons on these controllers, and I'm just like, I don't know what to do with L2. I don't know what to do with R3. I'm just going to turn amazing. this off and watch cartoons. Like, all of a sudden, I'm an idiot again. That, dude, that's really funny because, now, the, what, you're talking about, I, I have a life now. Um, I can't do this, right? Like, I have a girlfriend. Yes. I have full-time job, multiple right. full-time jobs. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm with you there. My, my, my Well, my wife... Um, uh, was like you're not playing video games anymore. No, and I don't have the attention span for them. Like I can only play for like Modern Warfare Two. I love Modern Warfare Two. Probably the last game I played uh, that or MVP 05, the baseball. Yeah, that was game. a great game. Um, that was a great game. Up until had the 20, fake Barry Bonds on it, John Dowd. Up yeah. until 2016, my brother had actually would update the rosters. And 2016 was the last year he did. He spent a week and redid the entire rosters uh, and sent me the memory card. So I stole my PS2. Uh, last time I played video games was 2016. Um, and I just, you know, you just don't have time for it. Um, and, but back to, so I used to like playing Madden. And it got to a point where there were too many things happening on the screen, too many yes. buttons to press. Yes. I used to just play on my PSP because there were no, there were less buttons. You actually just like pressed X to snap the ball and then you had the four options to pass. There wasn't a cone. There wasn't all this weird. Wasn't a cone. There wasn't momentum. There, there wasn't all, like yeah. all of these button presses that I need to stiff Correct. arm or do all this kind of stuff. Like it got so complicated. I had to try and remember. And it was like the only reason I was able to do fatalities on Mortal Kombat yeah. back in the day is because I had a sheet in front of me with them labeled. So oh, I was like, really? oh, I can hit all this through and then Baraka's going to do his thing and decapitate Katana or whatever. <laughs> well, awesome. like when Madden got to where I needed to put up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, BA, select, start in order to throw the football to my slot receiver properly. Yeah. I was just like, I don't think I can do this anymore. I'm going to go back to playing <laughs> Sudoku and Dr. Mario uh, on my phone. Um my brother, by the way, told me this weekend that he had he bought an iPad just to play a video game on it, just to play a game on it. Like literally, he bought a brand new iPad. I was like, "That's when you know you have too much money." <laughs> <laughs> and he does have a lot of money. So, did um, he put, for a specific game? One specific game for Civ. Oh, really? It's, I played all, that when I was a kid. It's all the iPad is for, he said. Wow. He'll play for, he your told brother's me, a cerebral guy. Oh, very cerebral. strategy he told, games. He, he played Catan. Uh, I don't know, but he told me he he will play for like eight hours at a time or some crazy thing like that. 
I mean, I used to do stuff like that. Like those games, you can lose yourself in those games, but it takes some intellect to do that. But I already knew your brother was pretty smart, and of course, I mean, he's I read could, all the I Game could, of Thrones books. I could play that game. I'm, I'm smart enough to play that game. I just don't. I don't have. It's the times. Yes. To play a game like I'm I'm like today I'm like, okay, can I get a thirty minute nap in today? Like I'm trying to figure out like when like there's no time to play a video game unless I'm doing it while we're doing this. Um but like I yeah, so uh yeah, video games I mean it, it take up The biggest problem talk- is I realized I'm not good at them. Like and and we'll get a break here and we'll come back, but that was the thing like I would be really good against a computer playing Madden or whatever. Then I would see these Madden tournaments, or I'd oh play my against gosh. my friends wow. that you know knew the spam plays and all that kind of stuff. It just took the fun out of it when I realized, oh, I'm just not very good at these games anymore. Like there was a time when I was very good at sports right, games. That time has passed, and so I don't want to play against yeah. anybody else because I'm going to get humiliated most of the time. <laughs> and so that takes it out. Eventually, you get tired of playing against the computer. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. That's nine nine six six three six nine. We'll be right back. Outkick the coverage. Jay Martin, Jeff, in for Clay on Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? 
Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location species salt versus freshwater and more plus it's smooth sailing with fishing bookers simple online payment method you'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local start your angling adventure now with fishing booker visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today fishing booker fishing trips made easy Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their general tires test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Finishing up the first hour here on this hump day. I'll kick the coverage. Clay Travis back on Monday and then out on Wednesday. And then I'll be with him Thursday. And I'll be in for him on Wednesday as well. Jeff Schwartz is in with me the rest of the week. He's at Jeff Schwartz on the tweets. You can follow me at jmartzone. Jeff, I do love it that you like end up tweeting people or tweeting about situations with people that have blocked you for no apparent reason like our buddy well, in Ireland. That's always funny because you're like, can somebody show me what it is that he's saying because I can't see what he's saying. Well, it was no someone sent it, someone sent me the Reddit the link, the Reddit link to his list. I wasn't like going out to seek it. I know he was even out. Um, but what's really funny is that he'll like he'll always see the tweets of mine about him, which is really funny considering that he unblocked. Like always have a comment about him. It's like the it's the greatest thing ever. I wonder if somebody sends it to him or if he like has a search pulled up where no. he's like Jeff Schwartz well, no, and then his sent name, which probably. I can tell you what it is, but I won't. Someone probably sent it to him, but um, oh man, I mean, like just imagine, like just uh, just so funny. By the way, have you seen this? Have you seen this old face app thing? Yeah, I was doing? actually going to ask you about that. Let me do one thing quickly. Go further than ever with the Discover It Miles card. They automatically match the miles you earn at the end of your first year, so you're 35,000 miles. That could become 70,000. Just double it without even doing anything. Discover It Miles limitations apply. Discover match for new card members only. Learn more at discover.com slash travel. Yeah, like I saw, Jeff, the I saw the Face app, just like I saw the Stephen A. Smith baby stuff, and then everybody kind of took off on that for a day. I guess I just don't care all that much like some of this i laughed at a little bit of it i did not have the interest level in which to take one of my own photos do it and then tweet it out for people i, I just kind of i saw how many people got involved in it it's amazing the quick and easy fads that pop up on twitter and on social media though um 
It's also an app created by a Russian tech company, just FYI. All right. And they're, so they're using, getting facial and, recognition. Yeah. I mean, but look, here's the thing. Stranger we, Things we, season we, three. We already know this, right? Like we know that 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 the FBI and other agencies in America are using face technology face uh technology to in databases. Like we get that, right, folks? Like that's yeah. like all this facial recognition. It's being used by the government. Like we I, I just think people don't get that. Like I, I've understood this from the beginning that all this wireless stuff that you put out on the internet the facial recognition software is all being used. I hope we understand that. Like, I, I've never had a problem with that, by the way, because if you put it on social media, it's out there, buddy. Like, it, it's doesn't. It's not coming back. Um, yeah, it's written. I, it's written in ink, not in pencil. I, I just, I just always felt that all this technology that we've been given is 100 percent being used by the government. I don't think they're spying on our text messages as much, but. Um, yeah, of course they're using the facial recognition software that's in our phones to track. To track people that are doing bad. If you're not, see, my, my thing has always been this: if you're not doing anything bad, then what does it matter? I never watched. I never watched uh, X Files. Uh, X Files. No. Yeah, I mean, was, but I mean, it's true. I mean, we know if you really value privacy, anything Google has their hand in, you probably shouldn't be involved with because yeah. they look and sift through your email to get certain information. If you go to a website and you are looking up something that you want to buy or something like that, even a website you've never been to before, like you're going to somebody's wedding registry or something and you're filling out something, then all of a sudden you're going to have nothing but those ads pop up all over these various websites and stuff. Like, I mean, all of this stuff is bought and sold. Not even that. Like, like I'll go look up something on, on my, on my desktop and it's on my Mac. Like the banner is like on my, my app, like on an app when I open up my phone. Um, uh, uh, I just love that scene with Office when Kevin's like, I need to go delete my computer. <laughs> it's like uh, when, the, when, when, when the tech guy shows up. Yeah. Um, it's just like, uh, I'm going to go delete my He like runs out of the meeting. Um, he runs out of the filming. It's so funny. Oh, God, that show's the best. I got my wife in that show, by the way, Jason. Oh, yeah. Is she actually finally watching it? Like yeah, you said like, that she would watch pieces of episodes but not start from the beginning and just watch it. I started season three with her because I feel like I can catch her up on the first two seasons pretty easily. And, and there's mm-hmm. new characters in season three that obviously come in with Ed Helms. Karen and Ed Helms and, and all uh, that, yeah. And it's, uh, oh, it's so good, dude. It's unbelievable. Yeah, Netflix is going to hurt, man. When they lose The Office in 2021 and Friends yeah. in 2020, they're losing a combined 80 billion minutes that have been used by Netflix users over the past year. They're by far the two most consumed properties on Netflix. That's a larger discussion to have. Well, we're going to talk some Zeke Elliott coming back. Is he going to hold out? Should they trade him? Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Second hour of the Wednesday edition of the Outkick the Coverage radio program on Fox Sports Radio. Anywhere in the country, foxsportsradio.com, the iHeartRadio app, 24-7, 365 via your podcast catcher of choice. Just search Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis, and we got you. Clay's out this week. He'll have you back on Monday. Jeff Schwartz, Jason Martin in with you. The crew out in L.A., Dub here with me. We'll have Alan Bell, 24-7, managing editor of the NFL Vertical. In studio here in Nashville in the third hour, just a wide-ranging NFL discussion. That's going to be fun. We are coming to you live from the Geico Outkick Studios for 15 minutes. Could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. 
And we're brought to you by True Car. When it comes to selling or trading in your car, you need to make good choices. And with True Car, you've got a star on your roster. So when you're ready to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car. True Cash offer not available in all areas. Well, we have not talked about this yet today, Jeff, because we we had some fun there in the first hour talking about all sorts of stuff. But the big story, I guess, necessarily surrounding the NFL, first it was Melvin Gordon talking and saying, hey, I want more money. And now it's Zeke Elliott in this story coming out saying, you know, I could hold out if I don't get a new deal. Now, he's still got two years left on his rookie deal. But I can understand that he's trying to maximize his value now because the stats say after three years, running backs, that can be a tough thing to do in terms of paying a running back. So he does have some leverage. And right now, and I think you said this actually, Jeff, and I would agree with you, he's the best running back in the league. Like, he's the guy that I think, if you're Dallas, you feel like you do need him. I think we're both sort of of the same mindset. You can correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. I like but don't love Dak Prescott. I think Dak Prescott, when everything around him is right, could potentially win you a Super Bowl. But he's not a guy that I think is going to will you to one on pure talent. I think he has every intangible that you want, but sometimes his tangible skills leave a little bit too much to be desired for me from a consistency standpoint. But Zeke on the field is outstanding of all levels of outstanding. Off the field, that could be a bit of a question mark. But how do you feel when you see what Zeke is doing? Well, there's many layers to this, as usual. Um, I was on with Will Kane yesterday for for a quick second, um, and he brought up an interesting point. I think it's it's very true, is that we're going to see running backs now start demanding more money in year three right as soon as, soon as they can we know first round draft picks uh can o- can only renegotiate their deals after three years um it actually might be just all draft picks undrafted guys can do it after two years and we're gonna start seeing this trend i think now of running backs trying to get paid asap as soon as possible because like you mentioned um it is a physical position guys have wear and tear they break down a lot sooner um, and they don't play as long. And so I think we're going to see guys trying to get deals uh, done much earlier than other positions. And uh, Zeke Elliott, while not, you know, not, not, not saying he's going to sit out of camp, uh, but just talking about and This is the time, by the way. I think Melvin Gordon missed the boat on his time to sit out. I think this is the actual perfect time for Zeke to do it because – you're heading to training camp, you're preparing for the season, and oops, your running back is not there. And you mentioned what I tweeted yesterday and what I've said previously. is I think Zeke Elliott is the most valuable running back for his team. Now, mm-hmm. you could have said the same thing last year about Todd Gurley before he got hurt and C.J. Anderson came in and did almost the same job. Except in the Super Gurley. Bowl. In the Super Bowl, it felt like you missed Todd Gurley. Yeah, but I, it seemed like he ran the ball pretty healthy in the Super Bowl. I don't know why he wasn't used more. Maybe it was worse than than I thought, at least. Um, but Zeke Elliott does so much for this team. First of all, we know that he's an outstanding runner, and the Cowboys only have five run plays. I mean, they're not they're not killing you with with multiple styles of of, of um, run plays. They run a lot of zone. They run a lot of pin pull. They run a lot of tosses. That's kind of what they do. Uh, pin pulls like a man scheme where they pull guards. Um, and in the pass game, though, I think is where he stands out. He is such a good screen runner, right? Catching the ball in rhythm of a screen and taking it to the house. He is so good out of the backfield just being 
an option for Dak Prescott mm-hmm. that uh, can kind of be like an outlet for Dak. We've also seen when he has been out of the game, the team struggled offensively to move the ball. Now, also coincided with Tyron Smith being out two years ago as well. So, you know, it, it, it that might have a lot to do with it as well, uh, not having him there. But we saw the offense struggle mightily when Zeke Elliott missed that long period of, of time. I mean, we saw, you know, the Cowboys were averaging 300 yards a game, 400 yards a game, and all of a sudden they had 200, 200, 200 you know, in the middle twos. They bust out against the Giants um, eventually. You know, they, they just they did not have the same output um, in both rushing and passing that they had when Zeke was out. Um, so he does he does all of this for the team. You mentioned Dak Prescott. This is the big year for Dak. You know, we, yeah. I think Dak is an above average starter. I think he's very akin to Alex Smith. He is, I think, and I think Alex, it, same point in their career, Dak's probably better. Alex eventually became a lot better as his career went on. But, you know, just a guy who is really not going to lose you the game. Dak's not, Dak is never losing you the game, right? He's not throwing a bunch of turnovers. Um, you know, look at last year. He had eight interceptions last year. He had 13 the year before, which was high, and 14 is a four his first year, right? He's not throwing a lot of interceptions, but also not throwing a lot of touchdowns. He's also not throwing the ball for a lot of yards, not throwing the ball very deep at times. He is, and I hate the word, He's a great game manager, right? Mm-hmm. Gonna, so he's not going to lose you the game. He's also not really going to win you the game. Right? Well, he can make a lo- couple of game-breaking plays, but Correct, he also but, is going to miss some game-breaking right, but, but, plays. But the, but the idea is this, right? When I say win you the game, I say the idea is, like, you're down 10 points in the fourth quarter. Do you expect Dak to lead the Cowboys back to win that game? I could see him getting you within three because it does seem like well, yeah, when you fall really... behind, that's when he does tend to play best, and that's well, where his he... intangibles well, come in. Well, he also uses his legs a lot more. In that. And, I, and I would argue that, that they need to use his legs more in general, oh, especially in the red zone. Um, you know, the, He is so good in the red zone with his legs, whether it's a zone read or whether it's a, a quarterback run, whatever the quarterback draw, whatever the reason is. Um, but I'm looking forward to this year for Dak because I feel like it is a make-or-break year for him as far as ch- taking that next step. And with the addition of Randall Cobb, that's a huge, I think in my opinion, a, a really big addition for them in the slot. They signed him a second wave of free agency, one-year, $5 billion deal. Uh, he's going to want to prove himself because he wants that big second contract. You would put Jason Wynn back on the field. Uh, that that disastrous tenure. Do you also realize how he lost a bunch of his hair now again? All of a sudden, um, yeah, his, his hair is back to being like it was. Um, that was just not. It was a tough year for him. I'm glad he's it back on, on this side of it, where he seems very happy as, as a player. You have Amari Cooper as well. Travis Frederick, the center, is back. So big year for that. Can he take that next step? A new offense coordinator, Kellen Moore. Hopefully, they're more aggressive with him. I want to see them more aggressive with Dak. Um, to all our points, I think, is Zeke Elliott so important for that offense? However, there's no value in paying him. As much as I, as much as I praise him and his ability to, to manage, to be in this offense, to be the focal point, I'm not sure you can pay Tyron Smith, who's on a very good team-friendly deal, Travis Frederick, Zach Martin, Amari Cooper. I'd pay Amari ahead of, of Zeke. You would um, pay Amari ahead of Zeke? That was yeah. a question I was going to ask you. Yeah, Explain just, that a little I, bit. Uh, well, look, it's such a quarterback heavy right. league that sure. you, you should you you got to pay the the number one weapon of the quarterback, which is which is the number one wide receiver. Um, and we saw last year when Amari came in how important he was. To the team. Remember, here's something too, Cowboys fans. Go look back at the big games Amari had when he became a Cowboy. And this is my point about Dak. 
a lot of times it's not a lot of deep passes. It's like shorter passes that, that, that Amari Cooper has taken for long games, right? They were not hitting him deep to intermediate, I mean, excuse me, intermediate to deep. And a couple of them. Then one against Washington, it was about a little you know, 12-yard route that he caught the ball and ran, I think, for 50 yards. It was against Washington. Um, but, you know, they're not, they're not, Dak's not like hitting Amari deep down the field for a bunch of these. So it's Amari making plays down the field, which is very important to success of Dak Prescott. So, um, I I would pay Dak ahead of of, Mar, of um, Zeke just because it's just a more valuable position, man. And I, I know I, I know I'm speaking on probably out of two sides of my mouth here, considering that I said that I think that the Zeke's that important. But I mean, how do you? How I don't I don't know how you the structure of team building now how you can pay Zeke. I, I would and I, I said this the other day about Melvin Gordon. We discussed him yesterday, I believe. Is yeah. that if you have Everyone in place on your team, left tackle, maybe right tackle to quarterback, um, pass, rush. pass rusher, and, and secondary help. It's okay to pay a running back, but I don't, I don't know, man. It's such a such a risky problem. They break down. But you so can soon. understand, yeah. But you can understand why if you're Zeke or if you're Melvin Gordon, you want to try and strike of now. Course. I look, no, I look, I, I look right here. I look right here in Nashville, yeah. and I see Derrick Henry, and Derrick Henry's had what half of a good season. You know, pretty much in his him. career, he's too big. He's not. He's not. If Derrick Henry was rushing in two thousand, he'd be a great fit. But he's not a fit for a modern running back. Well, now. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying after I had half a good year, which is kind of what he did, and had some highlight plays at the end, I would already be trying to cash in because I would already start to see: Have I already peaked? Is it possible I've already peaked, or at least is my value right now about as high as it could potentially be? And I think you can look at Zeke and say for sure because. He hasn't had the attrition of carries that like DeMarco Murray had, for example, when he was in Dallas. And I think there's another example here in Dallas, and that was, and maybe Zeke is looking at it from this perspective. If he trusts his value and they think he's indispensable to the team, or if they don't right now or they want to try and not pay him, I don't think he has the leverage to do some of the things that he's saying he would do or whatever. Maybe it's just putting out feelers. But Emmitt Smith held out, I guess it was in 93, Held out for the first two games of the regular season. They were the defending Super Bowl champions at that point. He wanted to get, quote, Thurman Thomas money, unquote. And so they did not want to pay him, and then they eventually did. They paid him up front, but they did that because Dallas lost the first two games of that season. And then all of a sudden, Emmitt Smith could just kind of just shrug his shoulders and say, yeah, did you see my Madden ratings? You should have paid me. <laughs> and so you look at Zeke Elliott, yeah. and maybe Zeke is betting on himself and thinking, yeah, this team isn't very good when I'm not on the field, which has kind of been true. Now, there have been other factors as well, but when Zeke is out there, they are a markedly better offense. One of the reasons why is because, as you mentioned, he is a safety valve for Dak Prescott in the passing game, and Dak is more of a dink-and-dunk quarterback. A couple of times he will throw the ball down the field, but a lot of these routes are of six, seven yard variety outside the numbers where the receiver has to make a play after the fact. Right. I'm watching. I just put on Mari Cooper's highlights right now. Yeah. I mean, it's exactly like, like I thought, right? It, kind of between seven to 12 yards every now and then, you know, he's hitting him for a little bit longer. But that, that's it, man. I mean, it's not, he's not throwing the ball all the way down the field. And this is one thing that I want to see hopefully improve, you know, improve. Uh, you know, the cornerback falls on a six-yard route and Amari takes it to the house. I mean, I just want to see a little bit more from Dak as far as throwing the ball down the field. So, you know, as far as the Emmitt Smith comparison, I mean, that's a good one. And, and if the, but if the Cowboys start 0-2, 
remember those '90s teams. Aikman was was throwing the ball twenty times a game. <laughs> like it was like he he was not quarterback play was not what it is now. Right. Where, you know, Dak Prescott. If you look at uh, last season, you know he's averaging. Um, you know, tw- uh, where's that? This, um, he's averaging a little over how I many uh, per game? Um, where's that? I don't even know where it's at right here. Um, what how many passes per game? I can't. The stats aren't showing me. But, I mean, everybody um, throws a ton of passes right now. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's. Uh, yeah. I don't know where it's at. I don't know where the average is at. It doesn't matter. But everyone's you know, it's over thirty. Let's say over thirty a game, right? Um, is what he, is what he's at. He threw for uh, thirty eight hundred yards last year. Right. He did five hundred and twenty six attempts. Yeah, on so, the season. Yeah, so um, so yes, so we're averaging you know we're averaging thirty two point eight per per game. Troy Aikman was not even close to that. So the, the run game was more valuable to teams, um, you know, than it is now. Obviously, um, and and that's kind of my point is that Emmett Smith kind of had that leverage because where, of the importance to the position the at that point of, of the position, um, and you know Zeke doesn't really have. As much leverage like that, yeah. Trayvon was averaging twenty eight and ninety three, which is kind of a lot for that season. Um, so, I just, yeah, I, I don't. It's just different football now, man. It's a good comparison, but I don't think it's going to work. Another comparison was made by a former Seahawks and Lions wide receiver as to who the more talented quarterback oh, that he played like with was. That we will discuss when we come back. Fascinating. And really, you can understand why this particular player in context might say what he did. I don't know that I agree with him, but it's interesting. We'll hit that next. This is Outkick the Coverage. J. Martin, Jeff, in for Clay on Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when 
when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their firestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Welcome back to the Geico Outkick Studios. A little smashing pumpkins. Melancholy and the infinite sadness bringing us back. Car shopping can be confusing with terms like dealer price, list price, and invoice. True Car shows you what other people pay for the car you want so you can recognize a good price. When you're ready to buy a new or used car, visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Confidence show. Clay Travis will be back on Monday. He does not lack for confidence either. Jason Martin, Jeff Schwartz in with you. Jeff's at Jeff Schwartz. I'm at J Martin Zone. Crew out in L.A. Doing a fantastic job as always. Ryan Bershinger. Iowa Sam. Eddie Garcia. WR Bro here. That's the quartet. Spinning the Dolls radio style for us. All right, Jeff. Golden Tate talked. Yes. And I don't know. And I think that there's actually some context that needs to be put here behind this. But he spoke to Click on Detroit on Sunday. He's played, of course, for the Eagles this past year the Seahawks and the Lions before that point, and now he's signed with the Giants, and that's where he'll be uh, this coming season. He says, quote, Stafford has been the best quarterback I've played with. The guy can flat-out play. He's tough, and his attitude is amazing, and he just wants to play ball. For me, I have nothing but praises for him, unquote. Now, Golden Tate spent four and a half years in Detroit with Matt Stafford. Had the best numbers of his career by far. Averaged just under 67 yards per game was maybe the best slot receiver in the league or right there among the most prolific in terms of targets and what he was able to do for that offense. 
Never won a playoff game, even though they made the postseason twice. He starts his career in Seattle. He has Hasselbeck and Whitehurst for one year. Then he gets Tavares Jackson, and then he gets Russell Wilson. And that's where people are like, oh, he's snubbing Russell Wilson. I don't Um, know that he's necessarily snubbing Russell Wilson as much as Russell Wilson wasn't asked to throw the ball to him nearly as much because their offense has not been predicated nearly as much on the pass as Detroit's has. Well, well, Golden Tate was the best wide receiver with yards after the catch. I mean, that's yeah, it was all a yak thing. Yeah, so so I think the best slot receiver is probably accurate. That's really a lot of his job. no, Matt Stafford is more physically gifted than Russell Wilson. I mean, that, that, that's not, I don't think, a question. His arm talent is amazing. He might have the best arm um, in the league. But that's not what the quarterback position is all about at times. And look, you could argue that if Matt Stafford had uh, Andy Reid or Sean Payne or Sean McVay, that he would be, uh, you know, view that a little differently. But he's done a lot of winning, he's done a lot of passing, just hasn't really won a lot of big games that always is going to hold him back. Now, is that a function of, of him as a player? Instead of function of the organization, the coaching staff, whatever else he's had around him, sure. But I, don't, it's not, I was there in Detroit for a while, dude. Matt Stafford can ball, dude. Yeah. He's a baller. Um, he just plays in a in a in a in a team that's not very good. Um, I, Matt Stafford's gonna be very interesting because he's gonna put up Hall of Fame numbers. Um, and so it, I just am interested to see how people view him because of the win. He needs to a win worse some Phillip playoff Rivers. games. He's a worse Philip Rivers is how he's going to be viewed. Those are two guys that I think you look at and you just Phillip see Rivers. a ton of talent. They've won a lot of games, but then they don't have much success to speak of in the postseason. Rivers has more, at least. Um, well, yeah, I'm saying he, I said he's a worse Philip Rivers. Yeah. I think he, they're going to be viewed the same way. As a pastor, he's a better than Philip Rivers, though, which is interesting. But no, no. Yeah, I, again, I'm not that, looking at talent. I'm just looking point. at it from a perspective of getting in the Hall no, no, of Fame. Know, because the argument, we can get into that argument of Eli Manning or Philip Rivers, which one goes in the Hall of Fame, or should either one go? Both, and a lot of the argument's going to be, well, Eli goes in because he's won a couple of Super Bowls, despite the fact, I think, that Rivers is the better player. Uh, no, no, no. That's no. I think, you know, I know what you're saying about the worst Philip Rivers, so we people are going to view him. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm. It's probably it's probably right. So I, I actually had no problem in, in Gold Tate saying that because remember too, players view things differently than do not do observers of the game. Like we might, you know, say that um, you know that Wilson's better. Like I might say that because I'm watched more of Wilson and what he's done throughout his career. But Tate played with both of them. I, I have no problem with him saying that that. Um, uh, and Stafford Tate benefited more, more from Stafford than he did Russell Wilson. He just did. Yes. Yes, and that's also, not that because, team was that, that team was also built around their defense, which is right. not what Detroit's never been built around. And so and Marshawn Lynch, correct? Oh, I, I no, I I am. All, I mean, Stafford's never had a running back, so he's had to throw the ball more. I mean, it, and it makes you wonder because yeah, if Stafford was in a different situation, I think Tate went on to talk about if Stafford had played somewhere else, would he have won a Super Bowl? And I think the answer to that question could be yes, although. If you want to go back to the Philip Rivers argument, Philip Rivers has had a running game and at times has had a really good defense, but still hasn't been able to get over that hump and win that Super Bowl. I mean, a large part of his career, he had Ladanian Tomlinson right. playing in the backfield with him. Stafford certainly has not had that luxury. There was that right. long stat about how long has it been since there was a 100 yard rusher, and that finally ended this year with Carry On Johnson oh, getting yeah. over the hump this year. Like so five, maybe, six, maybe, seven years. Yeah, exactly. It had been a long, long time. So they have not had a Barry Sanders since Barry Sanders. Right. And certainly Stafford never played with Barry. So 
they had to throw the ball more. So Golden Tate being a slot receiver, he was often going to be either the number one or the number two guy that Stafford was looking at down the field, and the offense was built around him, whereas in Seattle they ran the ball, and Wilson is a guy that is going to take off and run and make plays in the dirt when things go out. And right. he's such a prolific athlete that he didn't need necessarily to throw to Golden Tate as often. So Golden Tate saying that Stafford was the best quarterback he played with, well, Stafford gave him his best stats, right. and Stafford looked to him far more often than Russell Wilson would have. But best is also like how people view that word is different, right? So Yeah, of course. So Tate might, you know, Tate might not be saying he's the best as far as the winningest quarterback he's played with or the best person to help him win games just as a player Stafford was a better passer maybe to Golden Tate I mean there's obviously many ways to look at this so I I had no problem with this statement I'm sure Twitter hated it but I didn't see an issue with it yeah I mean it's it's interesting and it's a little bit of fodder I mean if you look at them as passers for their career Stafford 62.4 percent completion percentage Wilson 64.2 pretty close Wilson, a .8 higher yards per attempt. Um, Stafford, 4.4 touchdowns to 6 for Russell Wilson. A little bit better in interceptions for Russell Wilson. And passer rating, 100.3 for Russ, 88.4 for Stafford. The stats can make whatever you want. I think Wilson's the better player. I think Stafford's probably the better, like the better pure passer, the more arm talent. There are people, again, like I said off the top, that Stafford might have the best pure ability as a quarterback in the entire NFL. I maybe like him and probably Aaron Rodgers and Pat Mahomes are probably the three guys maybe you would look yes. at from that perspective. But Golden Tate just I think that Golden Tate's looking at this from the prism of a receiver. And if you're looking at it from the prism of a receiver, then thinking that Matt Stafford is a better quarterback and looking at it from the idea of what it is that a receiver wants in a quarterback and a lot of them being selfish and wanting the football as often as they can get it, I I can totally understand why he would have said this. And so I don't think that it's anything to get up in arms about, nor do I think that Golden Tate is saying anything negative about Russell Wilson. He's not. Or taking some kind of backhanded shot. That's where people are going to try and take this, and a few people did. I just think they're trying to create content for themselves because – he didn't say anything negative about Russ. He just kind of pumped up Stafford and talked about how Stafford's been pretty unlucky because of the teams that have surrounded him. Which is kind of what um, a lot of people that played with Stafford, Darren Lofty's one of them. You know, they he just kind of gets gets shamed all the time, and I think yeah. that that people are the play with him are like you know like we're kind of like over the shaming part of this. Like like can we please stop this? And so I think that. That's why people are um, kind of all four that play with him are really kind of wa- want to see him get pumped up as much as possible. Yeah. Let's pump up Eddie Garcia. Let's go ahead and get, uh, get a look at what happened last night in sports. Send it to Eddie. Eddie, what's up? And let's start with Major League Baseball games of note where the Phillies walk off with a 9-8 win over the Dodgers. Bryce Harper, the hero for Philadelphia, had a walk-off double to win it. Also hit a home run and drove in five in the victory. In the loss, LA's Cody Bellinger did it his Major League leading 34th home run of the year. Cubs get a 4-3 walk-off win over the Reds in 10 innings. Kyle Schwarber with a solo homer to win it for Chicago as they maintain a two-and-a-half game lead on Milwaukee atop the NL Central. Brewers beat up on the Braves 13-1. Christian Yelich a grand slam home run to give him 33 on 
on the year, one behind Cody Bellinger for the league lead. D.D. Gregorius hit a grand slam for the Yankees. They beat the Rays 8-3, New York's first team in the American League to hit the 60-win mark. It was the Angels beating the Astros 7-2 at five straight wins for L.A. Twins fall to the Mets 3-2, while the Indians shut off the Tigers 8-0. Cleveland's won 8-10. They've now moved five games back in Minnesota in the race for first in the AL Central. Coming up tonight, the LA Angels will host the Houston Astros at 10 Eastern. It's our Discover Card key matchup. Go further than ever with the Discover It Miles card. They automatically match the miles you earn at the end of your first year. So 35,000 miles could become 70,000. Limitations apply. Discover matches for new card members only. Learn more at discover.com slash travel. We'll be back to outkick the coverage in 10 seconds. But first, a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Now back to Jason Martin and Jeff Schwartz in the Geico Outkick the Coverage Studios. Thanks, Eddie. Coming to you live from the Geico Outkick Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Jeff Schwartz, Jason Martin in for Clay Travis. Clay will be back on Monday. Jeff, did you see that the general manager of the Nets said that Kevin Durant, uh, he actually said this on radio on Tuesday afternoon, did the general manager. He said that Durant told him, I love the system in Brooklyn. I love how you guys play. I see how hard you guys play. You were never out of games. We could never take you guys lightly. So he's saying that he was sold on going to the Nets because of the system of the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Uh, okay. I don't know what system that is i can tell you that kevin durant talking about that talking about how all oh, you guys were never out of games we saw how hard you guys played well he was in a situation where he didn't necessarily have to play hard all the time yeah. to win games in golden state <coughs> but it's just yeah. amazing he says oh i like how relentlessly you guys played while his team kind of lackadaisically walked through the regular season because they had so much talent on that floor <laughs> I don't. I just don't put in a stock. What any of these guys say? Um, I. I don't, man. I mean, he left because he didn't like Draymond Green, or he yeah, like, was not the like, superstar of that team. It's he, not because he, he likes correct. the method of the Brooklyn Nets. Correct. None of that. Yeah, that, that's 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 just wrong. Um, he's gonna say what he's gonna say. I just, I just Kevin Durant to me. I just he rubs me the wrong way, man. All this. It's stuff so on, weird because it it used to be the opposite. Early in his career, he seemed to be exactly what you'd want a pro athlete to be. And look, he can be whoever he, he's got to be who he is. I don't know if it shifted or if it was always this way that he was this thin skinned and this sensitive to what people that don't matter had to say about him. He's an all time great player that could just play basketball and tune all of that out. But it seems like not only is he unable to tune all of it out, Jeff, he's unable to tune any of it out. Can you imagine? We, we played that audio of Keenan Allen in the first hour reacting to the Madden ratings. How does Kevin Durant feel if he gets put in as an 89? I mean, he wouldn't, but imagine if his ratings weren't what he expected them to be. Like, I could see him, like, going into a shell for two or three weeks, not talking to anybody, like, stewing about this because he feels slighted. Like, he's, again, this is a dude that is chasing happiness that is not ultimately going to find it. And I'm still trying to figure out, how are you? How is he going to feel if he comes back and he his skills have eroded significantly because of this injury? And there is a definite possibility that that could be the case. The thing that's going to save him is he is an elite shooter. 
The problem for a Russell Westbrook, for example, is when his game begins to betray him in age, it's going to be the athleticism, and he's going to have to rely on a jump shot that he currently does not possess. Um, Kevin Durant is not going to be the same player when he returns from his injury. There's no way he can be the same player. Um, and so he's going to have to deal with not, with not being the same guy. Look, he's over 30 with an Achilles. Like That is a legit injury. And it's an issue that he has to work through at some point, obviously. Um, and I hope he can accept that that's who he's going to be from now on. Um, and he's going to have—I think he's going to have trouble accepting that. You're going to see some—you're um, going to see some uh, outburst of probably emotion at times this year. And he's playing in a market that is tough on athletes. New York—the New York market is rough, man. Yeah, they chew them up and spit them out. I told the story before, man. Like I had, um, I gave two people an interview um, about my brother being a free agent, and it, at the time we had Marshall Newhouse, uh, our right tackle, um, and I was playing next to him. He was still under contract. I was still under contract, and people asked me at the Super Bowl. It was in Phoenix or San Francisco about my brother and possibly coming to play for New York. And basically, I said, "Yeah, you know, I love my brother, um, but we already have a right tackle." and you know, plus my brother and I just wouldn't get along if we played next to each other, which is absolutely true. We would not would not get along and be bad. So someone wrote an article, so two 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 people, right? One wrote an article saying that I basically hate my brother, and one wrote the one that I thought they would write, which is I love my brother but can't play next to him. So they're always this only happens in big media markets. Like it's not happening in Kansas City, it's not happening in Oklahoma City, um, not happening really for the Warriors. Um they're gonna write articles like that about Kevin Durant. And the one time they did in Oklahoma City, he freaked out and wouldn't talk to the, the, the reporter anymore. Um, I, so I, it's going to be – he's going to have issues in New York with the media. I just love that that's, that's the argument is that he just liked the system. But no, no, he didn't just like the Brooklyn Nets system. Now, I don't know that I've ever heard anybody talk about the Brooklyn Nets system. He liked the idea of playing alongside Kyrie Irving, who is one of his close friends, and DeAndre Jordan, who I think might be his best friend – in the NBA, he wanted to get out of Golden State. He wants to try and be an alpha of alphas instead of being on Steph Curry's team, which I think really bothered him once they won championships and he still wasn't getting credit for it. It totally did. I mean, yeah, it absolutely did. Yesterday we spent time, Jeff, talking about the Baxter Holmes series, about specialization in sports and guys that are over-practicing as kids. And Zion Williamson, I read this part in the second piece yesterday where Zion was worried that his brother Noah is going to be a better player than him because right. Zion started playing basketball at four and Noah started playing at two. Oh, jeez. Which is just, I mean, I don't even know what to say about that. But then I noticed yesterday, you saw it. Tiger Woods has said, hey, my game's not where it needs to be right now. I'm trying to regain that master's form, but right now I'm not playing all that well. I'm not feeling really good about my game going into the Open Championship, which starts uh, in the morning. And Brooks Kepka did a press conference where he talked about how he does not practice. Yeah, it's crazy, right? At all. Like he just kind of he'll prepare for a tournament and he'll play he'll play a tournament beforehand and then he will then he'll start the majors. But he's not beating his body up. And golf is something that the swings can take a toll on your back and on your shoulders and all these things. We've seen that with Tiger Woods and on your knees as well. And Kepka's just out here, no, I'm just doing just a little bit for the majors. At the same time, Phil Mickelson is cutting what sounds like a hostage video or something that sponsors are asking him to read about how he's done a six-day fast and all of this stuff, and he's lost 16 pounds, 
and he's talking about keeping it real. Did you see this or no? I, Did you see the Phil Mickelson thing? I, you know, I saw the I saw him with a video that was kind of floating around. I was like, man, he looks really skinny. Yeah, he lost 16 pounds doing this like cleanse and this six-day fast. It seems like he's going to try and sell something, but he's talking about how his game wasn't where he wanted to be, and he wants to give himself the best chance to win, so he's going to do all of this stuff. He seems like I don't know if he's doing a TB12 he, method or what. It seems like mentally, though, he seems to be like he's losing a tiny bit. Like, Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't know that we have it because I just thought about it. It just kind of rang in my head because we were we had talked about that article yesterday, and I mentioned Kepka, but... Maybe we can get the audio of the Phil Mickelson deal that he tweeted out. It sounds so phony to me, even if he's lost that weight. But, I mean, look, this is what athletes try to do. They try to recover. They try to find some, I don't know, something that's going to extend a career. Because none of them can understand when their skills go away or when they're just not what they used to be. Um Kepka, though, the best part about the whole thing was he Tiger called, like wanted to practice with him and he refused <laughs> <laughs> did, did did you see that? Yeah, I mean, Kepka has got the largest chip on his shoulder for a guy that has been dominating a sport for the last couple of years of anybody. Like well, the way he, that he so tries he, to find slights in everything about not getting the coverage he feels he deserves is kind of amazing. So I have a question. So, like when Tiger was in his heyday, he won majors and also won other tournaments during the yeah. year, and like tried really hard to win everything. Yeah, Kepka doesn't do any of that. He just tries nah. to win the major. So yes. does that knock him down, in your opinion, as far as you know, people want to compare him to like a young Tiger, even though Kepka's much older than, than when Tiger kind of first started out? It doesn't knock him down to me because okay. golf's about the majors. Like, I don't care if you win the but Tiger and Nelson. Tiger won both, though. Yeah, well, I'm not saying Kepka's going to be Tiger Woods either. Yeah, not, I think I'm he's the closest. Maybe he's got the best look at it because we've seen some other guys kind of falter there. But Kepka's doing the right thing you're determined your your career is determined by your majors nobody cares how many i don't know travelers championships that you've won so kepka i think is and especially at his age he's trying to preserve himself for the tournaments that matter so i I don't have a problem with that at all when we come back emmy nominations were released yesterday game of thrones (laughs) just trolling people at this point with a season everybody hated getting a record number of nominations but the main reason i want to talk about this is it gives us a chance to play my single favorite drop in the history of fox sports radio we'll do that next outkick the coverage fox sports radio be sure to catch live editions of outkick the coverage with clay travis weekdays at 6 a.m eastern 3 a.m pacific hey it's jonas knox and you know o'reilly auto parts you know o o o o'reilly who are in the business of keeping your car on the road o'reilly auto parts offer friendly helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs they've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock either in store or online so you never have to worry if you're in a jam the team at o'reilly auto parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car if it needs to be replaced they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts 
parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their kumo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Welcome back to the Geico Outkick Studios. Go further than ever with the Discover It Miles card. They automatically match the miles you earn at the end of your first year, so your 35,000 miles could become 70,000. Discover It Miles. Limitations apply. Discover match for new card members only. Learn more at discover.com slash travel. Final segment, hour number two, Alan Bell. Managing editor, NFL vertical for 24-7 sports will be in studio talking to all of us. Just a wide-ranging NFL discussion coming up next hour. That's going to be a lot of fun. Jeff Schwartz, Jason Martin in for Clay Travis. So, Emmy nominations yesterday. 137 Emmy noms for HBO. 
which is the record. Their yes. previous record was 126 back in 2015. Okay. Game of Thrones received 32 nominations. That's the most of any show, which I think is hilarious considering how people felt about the last season. Right. And the episode that they submitted was the finale. The finale, right? Yeah. Yes. Chernobyl, 19 nominations. Uh, as many as they could possibly get, they deserved. Because Chernobyl that show's was incredible. Amazing. Absolutely was incredible. Jared Harris, Emily Watson, everybody associated with it. Barry got 17. Barry's uh, just an outstanding to, comedy. So, so I started watching season one, and then it just like stopped. And everyone keeps saying it's amazing. It is. I need to get to back it. on I, mean, it. I like Bill Hader and, uh, and yes. whatnot. Um, so you know what I liked about Chernobyl, by the way, is not to – it's not really a spoiler – that I liked how they used – um, the lady to represent like a wide group of people. Mm-hmm. Now I went because I, I went and I read about that before the ending when they explained everything. That was mu- that was smart. It was much better than like trying to have like eleven people play that one character. Sure. Like yeah, I th- yeah. I mean, they did a lot of very smart things in that show. I mean, it's uh, for. I mean, limited series this year was pretty pretty loaded, but Chernobyl is going to take home a lot as it should. Uh, last week tonight. And True Detective, nine noms each. Stephen Dorff, not one of them, which disappoints me. Veep also got its share for its final season. Oh, but I, Veep is – you watch Veep? I'm sure you do. Oh, of course. That it's, – it's, I, I equate that to it's office cringeworthy but vile language. Well, Veep is – Veep has the most insults per capita in the history of television. Like, I mean, just in terms of just sheer – everybody on that, on that show, quick-witted destruction – Basically, but it, it was so tremendously, yes. Oh I mean, God, it, it's I it. in terms of just sheer talent, unbelievable <laughs> ensemble cast on that show. It's sad uh, to see it go, but they're not going to let it run too long. And it ended it, it well and came full circle. Yeah, I agree. Completely agree. But the main reason I wanted to talk about this, despite yeah. the fact I write about pop culture for a living and have for a while, is because of one particular drop in FSR history. And let me say before we do this. I love R.J. Bell. I think Straight Out of Vegas is a terrific show. I enjoy it every single day. I enjoy when Bernie Ferrato hosts it on the weekends as well. He's right before the Jason Martin show on Sunday morning, so I always hear them right before. R.J. Bell is hilarious, and he's really, really smart as it relates to gambling issues and betting and all this, and he has a unique perspective. But he also tried to pronounce Targaryen from Game of Thrones and it's the funniest thing I've ever heard, and I just want to hear it now and then probably several more times over the last minute and a half of this hour. So this is R.J. Bell trying to say Targaryen. Targaryen? Oh, boy. Wow. Once nice. again? Targaryen? Whew. That's Jeez. worth an Emmy nomination by itself. <laughs> it's amazing. Targaryen. Targaryen? Yeah, I don't think R.J. Bell is a big Game of Thrones fan. He has to break it down for the show, probably, though. But when you think about the guys that are, or the the guys and gals that were nominated from an acting perspective, yeah, you might not have liked the final season of Game of Thrones, but the performances were outstanding. Like, they were really strong this year. Nikolai Coaster-Waldau, I thought that Jamie Lannister, even though that was the thing that I hated the most about the final season, was how they did not end his story the way that I would have liked to have seen him end it. But I think that you're going to be able to nitpick and find the things that you did not like. But 32 nominations, this is kind of the, all right, 
it's going out. We're going to give it every bit of due that we possibly can. This happens a lot. You see shows in their final year get a lot more nominations or get some after not getting almost any. But I think that the big thing here, if you are looking at HBO nominations this year, it's got to be Chernobyl. Getting 19, deservedly so, and I can't imagine that it's going to lose out in many of these categories. There were some other good limited series, but not, not enough. Coming up, a whole lot of football. Alan Bell, 24-7, joins us in studio for the entire hour. Outkick rolls along next. Tara Garawayan? This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Final hour of the program here on this Wednesday morning across the country, wherever you are. It's Outkick, the coverage. We're coming to you live from the Geico Outkick Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com. For a free rate quote, we're also brought to you by True Car. When it comes to selling or trading in your car, you need to make good choices. And with True Car, you've got a star on your roster. So when you're ready to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car. True Cash Offer, not available in all areas. We're going to have Alan Bell of 24-7 Sports here momentarily. He is the senior editor of their NFL vertical and we're going to talk a lot of football with him. Jeff Schwartz, Jason Martin in for Clay Travis all week long. Clay's back on Monday and then out for a couple days next week as well. We're out on Wednesday at least. Jeff, I think that the Zeke Elliott story is, I guess, sort of the biggest thing. Did you also see the secondary part of this that doesn't have to do with him asking or potentially trying to get more money, but that charges are actually being filed or being pressed in this other situation. Now, he had that talk with Roger Goodell earlier this week with the league, but do you think that Goodell's going to potentially change his mind at all as it relates to this because it looks like this security guy is going to, the guy that was shoved at least, back at this concert is actually pressing charges? Why is he pressing charges? For for what we saw in video? Yes, that's right. Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department confirmed to TMZ Sports it is now investigating the incident. But Johnson, who is the student that was shoved, has decided to press charges. And Elliott's attorneys have come out and said, look, this is an extortion attempt. Which, I mean, that's an interesting term to use here. But it does seem like it's a pretty easy way to try and get money because technically contact was made, right? Is that that the way you would see it? Well... Pressing charges is different than getting money. I mean, I guess you give money to, to make the charges go away. You can sue him, and, and it's probably easier to sue him when there's charges pending or he's been um, – I don't, don't like this whatsoever. Um, no, it's not good. Yeah. Um, but does that – But does that? do you think that the NFL is going to no, change anything that they've done? No, I, because I hope they don't. I hope they don't. But um, knowing Goodell, I think anything's really possible, right? Um, but I, I would hope that they would see that – uh, they know the facts already of the story. They've seen the video. They've talked to Zeke, and I hope they've done their background. Again, with the NFL, we never know if they've done all their background. It's, it seems easy enough to say, hey, man, do your background. But I feel like we're not always sure that they've done their background, which is obviously not good. Um, but I hope they have. And if they have, then no, they won't have to go back and press any charges. Right. The other storyline that you kind of am seeing, and I think some people believe that this would happen, I guess there are people close to Gronk that say there's a 40% chance he would come back and play for the Patriots this year. Uh, of course. He looks like he's lost 50 pounds. At least. 
So he ain't got he ain't coming back, folks. What is what is with offensive linemen leaving the league and losing a ton of weight as they go into media? We've seen well, this. I, not it's I, not I, just not Joe me. Thomas, but it, no, Jeff, I'm not not calling out those that have not done it. But we've seen a lot of a lot of offensive linemen leave the league, and then all of a sudden they get in the best shape of their lives. Well, a lot of us were not this big. I shouldn't include myself. I was this big in high school. I've been this big since high school, so nothing really has changed. Um, I think a lot of guys just put on weight to be NFL players, and then they stop lifting. So here's what happens. A lot of times guys stop lifting, and then they lose a bunch of weight, and then they start lifting again because they realize their body kind of craves lifting. Like, that's what I did. I I was finished playing. I stopped lifting. I lost some weight, and I realized, oh, geez, my body likes lifting. Now, I don't, I'm not trying to be a bodybuilder, um, but you realize you have to lift a little bit. I just think guys just don't lift anymore, don't eat as much, and they lose a bunch of weight. I'm never... I'll never be that guy. I just this is what I am. I'm not going to lose a ton of weight. I'm not going to gain a ton of weight. It's just kind of just what I am. That's, uh, hopefully, one day maybe I'll lose a bunch of weight. But even my wife, we were joking about like getting like, why don't I just get like the gastric sleeve? We we're just I think a friend of ours got it or something like that. She's like, you would look stupid. You'd look like emaciated. Let's not do that. Even my wife is like, yeah, just like you have a little bit of a little bit of fluff on you, just not too much. <laughs> <laughs> So we talked about in the first hour of this show, and you can podcast this show. I'll kick the coverage with Clay Travis. You can find it throughout whatever podcast catcher of choice that you want and consume the show however and whenever you want. We are talking about the Madden ratings, and we played the Keenan Allen audio. Maybe we'll do it again here in a little bit. But as usual, it's not just him. Eric Ebron's also mad. He's not the only one either, but he he had an 86 rating. He described himself as salty. And said, it's obvious they don't know me. That's probably true, right? I mean, Eric Ebron, other than last year, was almost a bust, wasn't he? Because yeah. he couldn't seem to catch. Like, he would get open, but he drop. He had an incredible drop rate. And I mean incredible Detroit in a negative did, yeah. way. Until yeah, last Detroit season when he was did, playing yeah. with Andrew Luck. You know, Detroit, he, he definitely did. Uh, let's go back to the Madden ratings again and see where he compares other tight ends. Again, it's not about... Oh, I've got opinion. it right here. So where's he? So I, well, I want to look at it too. So it doesn't matter where you, my opinion, where you rank. It matters where you rank in your position. So let's he's the tenth best tight end. Kelsey is number one at ninety six. Zach Ertz at a ninety three. Delaney Walker at a ninety two. George Kittle with a ninety. Greg Olson eighty nine. Tyler Eifert eighty eight. Jordan Reed eighty eight. Trey Burton eighty seven. Jared Cook eighty seven. Well, he's tied. Ebron is tied with Hunter Henry as the 10th dudes, best tight end in the league. A lot of these dudes can't stay healthy, though. Interesting. I mean, I'd, I'd probably put Ebron ahead of Trey Burton. Olsen's interesting to me just because he's always hurt. Yeah. That's unfortunate, too, because, I mean, he's an unbelievable player. Yeah. But he just, he's had a lot of bad luck. Delaney Walker has been injured a lot, but he's really good. Tyler Eifert is another guy that's been bitten by the injury bug repeatedly. Jordan Reed has, too. So, yeah, you're right. I'd say four of those guys, at least, are major injury concern guys. Uh, so, I, yeah, I mean, I'd be a, probably – I'd be a little bit upset if I was Ebron, but not to the way not the way he is. I mean, just to maybe a couple – maybe instead of an 86, you're like an 89 instead. Even then, that puts you all the way up to fifth. I mean, there's pretty – maybe an 88. 88 would probably be maybe a little bit better. So, so two points higher – and I would be like, all right, that's about okay for Ebron. But again, like you're not going to be a 96, Eric. That's going to happen, right? It's just, it, well, that's the yeah. problem. Is I think guys don't realize where the rest of their group is rated. 
Yeah, I just think everybody looks at this and their pride just gets totally struck down. Um, do we have the audio, Sam? Can we fire that Keenan Allen audio? If you have not heard this, it's definitely worth hearing. We played it in the first hour. All right, this is Keenan Allen reacting to the 89, which is not a bad number at all, that he received for his Madden rating. I will not be playing Madden 20, period. All right, number one, uh, my overall is an 89, for sure. Uh, my short route running is a 91. My medium route running is an 88. What? Like, my deep route running is a 75. Like, bro, who's making this? Oh, wait, wait. Who did this? Speed's at 87. Like, bro, ain't nobody just running with me step for step like that, bro. Like, come on, dog. It's not that sweet out there, man. Like, what is you thinking? My strength is 69. Like, I'm a little boy. Just not understanding something. I'm not understanding. I'm an 89 on the game. Pro Bowl back to back. Thousands. I don't understand. What's up? See, that's the thing. Like, Keenan Allen, his reaction is tremendous to his Madden rating. 89 is not bad, first of all. No. But to Keenan Allen, it is because Keenan Allen is unquestionably a dude that has played a ton of Madden in his life and has played it with his boys and he's played it with his family and so now he again this is the way I described this in the first hour Jeff these Madden ratings this is like putting your putting your stuff out in public this is like an insult from the celebrity that you meet it's why you don't want to meet famous people I don't want to meet my heroes because it might wreck your opinion of your heroes hero is Madden Madden is like the thing for so many people in this generation. And to see an 89 by your name when you think, because your ego is outrageous at a pro athlete level, that you should be a 95, I'm surprised he didn't cry. He might have shed tears privately before he lost his mind publicly. (laughs) Uh, You know what's interesting is, and I never thought about it in this way, but I think think you're right about this, is that it's the reaction is is more because like your boys are going to play this game. And you're gonna play this game, and they're gonna they're gonna care about your rating. They're gonna and they're gonna ask you, "Hey, man, you're only this rating. Like, How dude, are you only you this only rating?" Eighty nine, man. I'd be so, mad about that. And then so, all of a sudden, Eric Ebron yeah. says he's quote salty, unquote. So it's it's almost less about your it's it's more about your pride about getting made fun of than it is just I think outright what your rating is. Oh, sure. I mean, that, that's all it is. I mean, it's an ego and a pride thing. I mean, that's, that's the way pro athletes are built. They're incredibly fragile. That's why I always do that rant on the ESPYs, which I think is the most meaningless thing in all of sports, just because there are championships in sports. There are automatically awards given out all the time, so you don't need some deal that's just propping up a television network. But if you've ever watched the monologue to the ESPYs, these dudes cannot take jokes about themselves. There are memes of like Kevin Durant sitting there with a frown on his face, even though I think he was playing to it. I think he was having fun with it. A lot of these guys did not. If you want to find something hilariously awkward, like in office curb your enthusiasm kind of awkward level, go find Norm McDonald's SB monologue from years ago where he just went after athletes and their reactions was absolutely hilarious. Alan Bell is with us. He's from 24-7 Sports. He is the senior editor of their NFL Vertical. Alan, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, buddy? You guys doing all right? Yeah, we're doing good. So these Madden ratings, it's ridiculous how much players care about this stuff. I know, right? Now, here's a question that I have, and not to go conspiracy theory, but how much 
you know, did they get the players to say, hey, you know what? Hey, make a big deal about this on social. Like, let's get some free marketing. Let's get some free buzz going for it. But overall, yeah, they do care. And, Jeff, I heard what you were saying right there, you know, of, of your boys are playing it, all your people are playing it. And let's be honest, I've never been on a game before, right? So I would want my rating to be as high as possible. You know, I don't want to be one of those dudes that's in, like, the 30s and 40s. Right. Yeah, so I totally get it for sure. Yeah, and, Jeff, you said you, you know, you were with the guy who helps put the ratings together. Yeah. This weekend, and even you asked him, you said, why was I always so slow? And of course, I could look at you and say, well, you were so slow because they looked at a photo of Jeff Schwartz. But uh, what I'm was that, his I'm reaction that, to that? And then, I'm of course, you saw slow. that your brother can jump. I'm that slow. And, my, and just looking at is a still photo of me. Wow. I need to, to change Sorry. my image. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, look, they watched the film or whatnot. I, I, I think less, a, less of a conspiracy is the idea that they might rate... a guys maybe one or two points down just to get this reaction i don't think they're telling hey please you'll have this reaction but um i I just think that that they might say like hey you know for keen allen for example instead of being or eric instead of being 88 we'll just make him 86 we'll just bump everyone down a point or two just to get this reaction i mean i think it's very possible i mean again i don't think you sell less games it's not like there's a bunch of Packers fans that aren't going to buy the game because Devontae Adams' numbers aren't high enough. They're going to get mad about it. They might tweet about it. They're still buying Madden. Madden's an addiction. And I still think Keenan Allen, who says he's not going to buy it, my man's going to be first in line to oh, buy yeah. that game just so he can change his own numbers because he can go in there and edit himself to be a 99. At least the last time I checked, you could. I'm not sure how the customization options are right now. We're talking NFL for the entire remainder of the hour here on Fox Sports Radio. 877-99 on Fox is how you reach us. That's 877-996-6369. Zeke Elliott trying to get paid. Melvin Gordon trying to get paid. Golden Tate talking about Matthew Stafford and Russell Wilson. We are officially, guys, 50 days from the first game of the 100th NFL season between Green Bay and Chicago. That's how close we are to football. And so we're going to spend the remainder of the hour talking about that. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their firestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Welcome back to the Geico Outkick Studios. Outkick the coverage Wednesday edition. Rolling right along in the final hour of today's show. Jeff Schwartz, Jason Martin in for Clay Travis. Follow Jeff at Jeff Schwartz. If you got time, you can follow me at Zone. We're brought to you by True Car. When it comes to selling or trading in your car, you need to make good choices. And with True Car, you've got that star on your roster. So when you're ready to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car. True cash offer not available in all areas. The crew out in L.A., Dub Yarbrough with me here in the Music City. They're the quartet. They're spinning the dials radio style, doing a great job for us today. Alan Bell, who is the managing editor for the NFL Vertical for 24-7 Sports in studio with us for the remainder of this hour. Also, 877-99 on Fox. That's 996-6369. If you have questions or comments or anything like that, as always, you can tune in. You can follow Alan at Alan Bell 24 7 
Alan, we were talking about this during the break, and I found it interesting. We're 50 days away from the NFL season, and thankfully the NBA free agent period has been so interesting. And even the NBA finals, because of the injury situation and Durant and, and all of that, the NFL has not been particularly interesting over the past month it has not been riddled with the kind of stories that we usually see and i thought you had an interesting perspective as to why yeah you know you remember five six seven years ago and i said this unfortunately and and it's a positive now there used to be a lot of you know nfl arrests you know in the offseason and it was really known as you know the time period where coaches gms execs really hated getting those phone calls right like they dreaded when their phone would sit at night we really don't have that anymore you know it's really been in the last couple of years you you don't see it as much you know yeah i know that you know there's a couple of things that pop up here and there but it's certainly not what it used to be and not that there was a huge problem it's just you know a couple of them garner attention and you think it's the world because there's really not much going on uh, but you got to give NFL players credit. Like they, they, these guys are smart. They understand it, and uh, it makes for slow, boring time for us. But uh, but good for them. Yeah, I mean the Tyree Kill thing's kind of the only. Yeah. I mean a little bit of the Zeke Elliott, I guess. But that seems overblown. Even though the guys decided he's going to press charges. I like that his dad, you know, wanted to take a shot at, at Zeke in that video. Have you seen that? No, I haven't seen the video. Yeah, there's a video of uh, in Las Vegas. A local news outlet interviewed uh, the the young man that was involved quote-unquote, on yeah. location. Yeah. And then at the end of it, his dad pops in from out of the, just the parking lot and says, if I were there, Zeke would have been the next guy on the ground. It's like, easy. <laughs> oh, like, boy. Yeah, I know. I know. It's like, man, that's a pretty big running back right there, buddy. Yeah. What did you feel about the Tyree Kill change, or at least where it looked like some of that audio seemed to be selectively edited or whatever? It seems like Tyreek and the woman involved here, I don't believe necessarily that there's not dirt on both of them but there's something about the way that this was handled from the media perspective that leaves me not feeling particularly good about it yeah so i've got two i got two things on it first off i think you know when that audio came out the biggest thing that came out about it was the media outlet you know that that cut and pasted and, and only put you know, like you have to be transparent especially in something like this just put the whole audio in an article it's not hard to do and say hey you know what here are the you know the times where it's probably most interesting but we're going to be transparent and give it all to you i thought they looked the worst really out of oh, anybody yeah. um but second my thing with this whole tyreek situation is is exactly what you said there's something there. Something happened. We don't know. There's really no evidence. There wasn't an, enough evidence for the district attorney, you know, to really pursue this case at all. So I don't know really if there's anything concrete, you know, that the NFL is going to be able to come down. Now, granted, I get it. They don't need it. They're not a court of law. Uh, you know, the entire deflate gate, that Tom Brady situation when it went to court was really about does Roger Goodell have the power? And absolutely he does. But we just don't know. I mean, there's just no evidence out there. Something happened. We don't know what it is. And I don't know how you could really hammer any punishment down. Yeah, there has been previous instances. Yeah. But, you know, going more than two game suspension, I don't know if there's a leg to really go off of, you know? This is something that Jason and, and I have talked about, and Clay as well. I, I'd love to get to your opinion as someone who covers the NFL. I, yeah. I kind of feel the NFL should just stay out of investigations. Um, I'm okay if they want to say Tyreek Hill, Ezekiel Elliott, whoever it is, you embarrass the league, you get two games. Whatever their reasoning is, I actually would wish teams would, would do this on their, on their own. Um, but, but where do you kind of fall on 
the idea of, of the NFL and the way they handle their investigations. Jeff, I 1,000% agree with you. And mm-hmm. I'll say this, and I've said this for a while. The NFL tries to do too much. Like, you, you, you just don't have to do anything, right? Like, they try to legislate this. They try to get involved in, like, every investigation. They try to go too far in terms of, you know, uh, referees, you know, and what they're trying to do. And they try to make every call just so specific and so difficult. It's like, take a step back, man. You don't have to be in this fight. Like, you, you've got enough things on your plate. So, you know, long story short, I completely agree with you that if it's something big that they do have to, you know, the Ray Rice thing, you know, yeah. when a video comes out, absolutely, man. Like, your hands are tied. You have to get involved. But I'm with you. They, they, they get involved too many times when it's like, you know what? This really isn't our problem. If the district attorney's not, you know, pulling anything, right. what, what are we going to do? Why are we involved? Yeah. As, as we look forward to the season, first team reports today, the Broncos, it feels like the biggest issue concerning the league or the biggest question mark is not really playing the field. It's more about replay review and how the pass interference is uh, going to work and some other new rules. Uh, how do you feel that the NFL has kind of handled this new pass interference replay review? It feels like, as usual, they kind of rolled it out and realized it might not be very great and kind of have made changes on the fly. Yeah, you know, I think they've gone, you know, all right with it so far. Granted, you know, we'll know a lot more uh, in the preseason. And usually, you know, you know it better than anybody. How it goes is they'll have a new rule. They go in the preseason. They'll go pretty heavy the first two weeks. Yes. Kind of dial it back. Yeah. And then the regular season, it's like, does this rule even exist, right? Like, they won't even really do it. Um, the, you know, I thought Blaine Bishop, you know, made the best point months ago when it first came out was, you know, really how they how are they going to legislate Uh, you know, Hail Marys at the end of a half, end of a game. And I think that's really going to be the biggest part because that's, I mean, again, that's a play where it's like the NFL, you don't really have to do anything. If it's egregious, we'll see it. If it's not, let them play, get off the field. But yeah, I mean, we'll find out here pretty soon in the preseason. But uh, I I don't think this is going to be too terribly bad. They really just don't have to, just don't screw it up. If they do that, then we're going to have a problem. But other than that, it should be fine. Yeah, I'm with you here. I feel like the Hail Mary, they're not going to touch at all unless a guy is actually tackled. Like, unless the defender is like yeah. jumping on the back of the wide receiver, not allowing him to even jump in the air. Even a little bit of tussling, I think, will, will be okay. I, and yeah, I'm with you. I think the, the pass interference kind of overturned this will be such a high, um, such, such a high bar. It, it won't happen often. So getting kind of onto the field, what are some things you're kind of looking forward to during training camp uh, as teams prepare for the season? Yeah, you know, I think the, the 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 biggest thing that I'm looking at right now, I'm interested to see what the Ravens look like, right? So we oh. see them last year, I know, and we talk about the AFC North, okay? So Pittsburgh, is it going to be addition by subtraction with uh, A, B, and Lev gone? Cleveland, uh, we all know the hype that's coming in there. Well, nobody talks about the Ravens, and they were a playoff team last year, right? But their biggest issue really is going to be how do they get this playbook around Lamar Jackson, and how do you incorporate his legs because it's his best weapon, but you've got to get – he's got to throw the ball, it, I mean, you can't run it. We saw Cam Newton get his shoulder destroyed. Like, it, it, it's too hard. You have to be able to move the ball down the field. So I'm interested to see how this new playbook, uh, you know, goes about it. I saw they brought in Paul Johnson from Georgia Tech to bring in some, uh, not necessarily triple option, but just, you know, some 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 properties, some tendencies of that. Uh, we'll see what uh, what that looks like. Cleveland, we just talked about. Uh, I can't wait to see all of this on the field. Uh, but I think they're going to be pretty good. Uh, another team, Minnesota. I'm excited to see what they've got. You've, 
you've got Kirk Cousins coming in for a second year. I think the time is going to help a lot. You've got a really good team out there. As long as they get offensive line going, I mean, that, that that's a very, very, very good team. So, yeah, I mean, th- there's storylines all over the field. We didn't even talk about, you know, hard knocks and the Raiders and everything oh, going on Oh, it's going to be so good. Yeah, I know. I, I could keep going. I'll stop there. But I think we've really got a good training camp session this year because there's so many teams that have things going on. Look at here in Nashville with Marcus Mariota. I mean, there are storylines everywhere. Yeah, the Raiders thing is interesting to me with Hard Knocks because, and I talked to Dave McGinnis, who uniquely was on both All or Nothing and Hard Knocks, so he's gone through the experience. I don't think people understand that the league is behind Hard Knocks. It's an NFL Films property, so it's not a gotcha show. They're not out there filming a bunch of stuff. And guess what? The Raiders have right of first refusal in terms of, no, that gets cut. That does not air. You get to see absolutely everything and pick and choose. So whatever you see is what they allow you to see. It's not just going to be some tabloid show. So that's what's more curious to me is, How is it that it does come across? Because I think the hype machine for what it could look like might be better than what it actually turns out to be. I've got a thought on that. And, you know, usually when Hard Knocks comes, it seems like every team does not want it, right? Like it's an added distraction. But it it, it kind of just goes on the wayside. You forget it's there, right? It's like a windshield. You just forget that it's even, you know, even there. But I think somehow, weirdly, I think this is going to help the Raiders. And here's why. Because you've got a head coach and a general manager that both come from TV. And I think they know TV. They feel comfortable with TV. When cameras are around, they, that's their world. That's what they've known forever. And you've got Gruden, who knows both sides, obviously. So I think I could see both of them actually being weirdly comfortable. You know, I, I think it could be something to where they, they get that side. They're not worried about it at all. They could actually flourish, you know, both of them, you know, when speaking on it. And they feel comfortable on the field. So I, I think it's going to work for sure. Yeah, and of course, they're TV guys. I mean, yeah. they already know. I mean, Gruden and Mayock are more known for TV, I think, at this point than they are for football. Yep. Clay Travis is back on Monday. Jeff Schwartz, Jason Martin with you all week long here on Fox Sports Radio. Alan Bell, the managing editor of the NFL Vertical for 24-7 Sports, is our guest throughout the hour. So running backs are trying to get paid. Melvin yep. Gordon wants money. Zeke Elliott apparently wants money. It makes sense for them because of, well, the analytics don't back them up as being potentially valuable after the three to four year mark in their career but how do you see both of these situations playing out yeah all right so i think this is a really interesting um situation that both teams find themselves in because you don't find many teams that feel very good after signing a running back to that second contract there are some out there but not many right like you're looking at uh you know matt forte's adrian peterson's of the world there aren't many um but if you have one of those running backs, you absolutely have to do it. So if you're if you're uh, you know either the Chargers or the Cowboys, you have to look at it and say, is this running back the focal point of our team, and do we need him for what we're doing? Right. So you look. Let's go to Dallas first. Dallas has a heck of an offensive line. Got a pretty good quarterback who's about to get paid as well, uh, and a good wide receiving crew. You know, especially with Amari Cooper. But I think Zeke is that good. Just depends on what the number is. Now with the Chargers, Melvin Gordon is good too. I mean, that's a heck of a running back, but. Is he worth that money? And you look at Philip Rivers isn't going to be there. How know, much better? Much how much better was Gordon than Eckler? Good, uh, good question. Fairly marginal, yeah, right? Yeah. It wasn't that big a difference no. because that team was loaded around him. Yeah, loaded, and and then that's the hard part is that you have to know, you have to trust your eyes, your scouting, your everything to know that that running back really is that good. I think Ezekiel Elliott is that good. I think he's got a home run quality that really not a lot of running backs have. Saquon Barkley will find himself, you know, in the in this 
this point in about three years. But yeah, I mean, Jeff, I toss it to you, man. Like you, you know it better than anybody else. It's hard to find running backs that truly are worth that premium second contract dollar. I love Zeke Elliott. I think he's the only running back in the NFL that I would that, that I think is indispensable. Like, and I, and I know I know we said the same thing about Gurley last year, and we were proven wrong. And look, and I'll I'll take it back if Zeke is hurt and someone comes in and has the same effect on on the offense. So I would not pay Gordon anymore. Um, I would maybe pay Zeke, but but really I think it comes down to, to Dak Prescott. How do the Cowboys feel about Dak? We spent a lot of time this morning discussing, you know, if Dak can take that next step. You know, what do you think that that step will be like? For me, it's just so I put it this way: there's not a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL that can take a team down ten with six minutes left and win the game. And of course, more quarterbacks get paid; they can do that. But to me, Dak is not at that level yet, and that's what I want to see from this. I want to see a little bit more aggressiveness from him, a little bit, um, a little more, a little more deep passing, just a little bit more aggressive play out of him to kind of. For him to take the next step, do you kind of feel that we need to see that from Dak this year to make sure he really is that franchise quarterback? 1,000%. I agree with you again, and I love the word that you use right there, see. So anytime that we have quarterbacks in Nashville with Marcus Mariota, right, everyone goes to the stats and it does this, does this. You could get lost in that stuff. And a lot of it, you know, it doesn't really matter. It's what you see, right? So I'm, I totally agree. I, <clears throat> excuse me. I think with Dak, we have to just see it. And, and, and when you do, you'll know it. You'll say, okay, all right, this is the guy. Like, this is an NFL quarterback. This is a top six quarterback this is the guy that could do it even if it doesn't end with Dallas in a Super Bowl you know and you feel comfortable that Dak's doing it so I I agree with you I I don't think he's that far off from it but I think you have to see and say all right if Zeke is out can this guy lead the team can he run it and you know not that you're not going to miss Zeke but you feel comfortable in the hands of this guy and I think it's all of what you see on the field and uh, we'll see it this year I mean he's going to get paid regardless but I completely agree with you on that I I think it's more C than you know going over the stats he does this he does this he does that so I'm fairly certain I'm going to pick the Cowboys to win the NFC this year Um, them or the Falcons I think the Falcons by the way do not play outside to November 17th which is really remarkable but the road games are like Arizona Indy Minneapolis or Minnesota I should say and the Texans and look they can always open the roof up but none of those are like open air stadiums with the roof even open right I mean they just have little kind of openings in in the top of the roof Um, when you look at the NFC are, are you kind of thinking the same thing as me I feel like my Dallas pick is kind of out there but their defense is really good Travis Frederick coming back might be, outside of Cooper Cup, the biggest returner on any team from injury last season. I think Dak does take that next step. I like the Cowboys a lot. I like the Falcons a lot. Where do you fall and, and who wins the NFC? Yeah, I completely agree with you on that. Dallas is going to be really good, and I think, oddly enough, even though this is usually the the most difficult division in the NFL, I think that they win their division, the NFC East, uh, you know, a little, I'm, not, I'm going to use the word easier, I don't mean it that way, but I, I think the record might be, you know, a, a couple games ahead. Uh, I like the Minnesota Vikings again. I know that it's going to be tough in the NFC North. I think Chicago is obviously going to be good. We'll see what LaFleur does in Green Bay. I think he's still got to get some talent up there, but uh, I like that Falcons pick too, and you know, what a lot of people don't think about is you got Dan Quinn fighting for his job, you know, and I know he's taken back over the defense and he's a heck of a defensive coordinator and he's hired well. They've got, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, the coach that was in uh, Tampa Bay. Mike Smith, uh, right? 
yeah, no, I, uh, no it's no, um, Dirk Cutter. Sorry, Cutter, Dirk Cutter, Cutter, yeah, yeah. The OC, as, yeah. as the OC. So I, I think that Atlanta is going to be, you know, in really good shape. Uh, that's going to be a tough division. You know, you still got New Orleans there. You still got uh, the Carolina Panthers. You know, who, yeah. uh, you know, I think are going to be pretty good. But yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Long story short, I'm with you. I think Dallas is going to be there. I like that Atlanta pick. I, I, I'm still sticking with Minnesota. I think they're going to be pretty good. Uh, but it, it's it's hard to go against Dallas. The, 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 that's a really good football team on both sides. Dallas. Sorry, Jason. Dallas winning the division, by the way, would be the first time a repeat NFC East winner since 2004. They win the division. They see something to consider. I want to. I want to go back to the Vikings really quick. Sorry, Jason. Wait, are, are you worried at all about Kurt, about Cousins? Like, I feel like, and maybe he'll be better in Kubiak's offense. I talked to some people in Minnesota. The offense is a, probably will be easier, and Cousins allow him to do what he does well, which is roll out, low play action pass, not so not rely so much on full field reads. I'm just worried about Cousins. And the conservative nature of their offense with Zimmer as the head coach. Yeah, you know that that's that's a valid concern. And you know, I I, I don't believe fully in Kirk Cousins. I think we all know exactly what you're going to get with Kirk Cousins. I think he falls in that Marcus Mariota type range, right? Uh, but I think the team is just good. Now, again, they've they've got some offensive line issues they've had for you know a couple of years now. But I believe in that team. I think that you know I was listening to Stefan Diggs talk. It was probably a couple of weeks ago, and um, they asked him about Kirk Cousins, and he said, "Look, he was like." You don't realize, like when Kirk got here, he just didn't have any time. He didn't have any time to get you know any familiarity with us, with the playbook. Like it was just kind of rushed. He was like, with more time, this guy, you know, he's got it. Like even on text messages, he's got it. Like he understands what we're trying to do. So I think he's going to be a little bit better. Is he? You know, is he Aaron Rodgers? No, not even close. So I'm with you on that. But I think the overall talent on that team. can call you know can can help them rise and plus you know with a coach like Zimmer but yeah I'm with you I'm totally with you on that they've got offensive line issues and we'll see I don't believe in Cousins totally you know in the end final segment coming up we will polish off the Wednesday edition of the Outkick the coverage radio program and finish up with some NFL questions as well eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox if you want to join us we'll be right back Jay Martin Jeff finishing up for Clay on Fox Sports Radio this is Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis. Final segment, Wednesday edition. Tomorrow, Frank Isola will join the program. Friday, Warren Sharp and Phil Steele are going to be on the show. So a lot of football coming up later on this week. We talked a lot of football this hour. Alan Bell of 24-7 Sports, NFL Vertical there, the managing editor. He's been with us this hour. By the way, go further than ever with the Discover It Miles card. They automatically match the miles you earn at the end of your first year, so your 35,000 miles can become 70,000 without you even having to do anything. Discover It Miles limitations apply. Discover match for new card members only. Learn more at discover.com slash travel. Make sure you follow Jeff Schwartz at Jeff Schwartz. You can follow me, if you got time, at jmartzone. 18 games, Alan. Is this ever going to happen, and do you still roll your eyes when you see this story pop up every couple of years? It's going to happen at some point because the NFL likes their money. Now, how they go about it, you know, we'll see. And I know, you know, people are talking about is it going to happen, you know, before the, the next CBA in, what, 2020, 2021? Mm-hmm. I mean, think of the legalities that go into that. There's so many contracts between the league, between players, uh, the money that goes into it. You've got to change the, the basic economic scale, uh, CBS, Fox, ESPN, uh, you know, all the game shows. I mean, there's so much going on. They're not going to be done this soon. But it's going to happen, I mean, because they like getting their money. Now, 
you know, how, how do you, how do you go about it? You know, I've seen the the play sixteen games, but you know, there's eighteen on the schedule. That, I mean, that's doesn't seem like that can work. It's it's just too much. Like it's just too much to keep up with, right? And then you know, is that is that a mandate, right? Can you play all eighteen games? Do you only have to play sixteen? And then you're drafting players based on if you think that they have the heart, you know, of quote Tom Brady to play eighteen. But I don't know. It's gonna be tough. But yeah, they'll get to eighteen at some point because that's the only way that they can really expand big money yeah there there, today is another negotiating session according to mike our follow nfl network so this is our fourth time meeting and yeah i mean to to get to roger goodell's goal of 25 billion dollars in revenue a year by 2027 they have to go to 18 games most likely we know they're trying to get a deal done now because of the tv deal the direct tv deal something ticket they can opt out of and after the season and look what, what amazon or google or facebook is going to offer for a taste of the NFL package, I think is going to be extreme. That's why this 18-game schedule is being considered. Um, I, I think, personally, the best way to do this is to go, if you do 18 games, you have two bye weeks. You make the season from basically where it is now all the way through President's Day. Do you think people are thirsty for more NFL? I would say they're, they're thirsty for more NFL if it's quality NFL. I don't think they're thirsty for just more NFL just to have it. What do you say? Yeah, I completely agree with that. You know, I, I think we saw with the AAF, you know, it's not necessarily that, that everyone wants more football. Yeah, nobody's looking for mediocre crap football. It, it's got to be good. You know, and here's the hard part. I, the NFL right now has the perfect schedule. The regular season is perfect. The playoffs are perfect. Now, I'm never one, you know, to to look at, you know, this coming out and say, oh, I hate it, I hate it. Because, you know what, there was a time where this perfect schedule wasn't there. They, you know, they used to only play 14 games. The, the playoff schedule didn't have wild cards, you know, built into how it does now. So I'm not going to hate on it. it it's going to come, um, and I'm all for it. But I think you're right. It's got to be good football. You're, you're probably spot on with – you know, having two bye weeks, that's how you have to go about it. You know, not this play two games, don't, you know, whatever that is. Um, yeah, I, I think you nailed it right there. What's what's the story you think you know, here in our last minute and a half or so of the program, Alan, that you think just a team that's got a lot of hype that's not going to live up to it this year? Cleveland Browns. That's what uh, I thought. Yeah, I mean, Cleveland Browns. Now, and I'll say this. I think the Browns are going to be pretty good. You know, we saw last year, look how many one-score tie ball games that they were in. The, I, I do believe in what they're doing. They're going to be better. But the hype is too much. I mean, it's just too much. I think the Titans in week one are walking into just a madhouse. And if they go in and beat that team, um, then it's just going to be negative city all over the place, you know. So I think I, I think Browns fans need to just calm down a little bit. National media, we all, all of us, we probably need to all calm down a little bit. But yeah, it's probably going to be them. And I think we're excited, even positive or negative. There's so many potential volatile personalities and just sort of outsized egos on that team and storylines that it's going to be good for our business. It's going to be good for what we do. <laughs> Alan, it's been good to have you here. We'll do it again soon. I look forward to it. I sure do appreciate you guys letting me come in here. Yeah, that's at Alan Bell 24-7 on Twitter. He does great work for 24-7 Sports, the managing editor of their NFL vertical. Jeff and I will be back tomorrow. Plenty of NBA. NFL then will only be 49 days away. What are some of the biggest storylines entering the new season? We'll break those down for you. Also, we'll be joined by Frank Isola. And we haven't done Animal Thunderdome this week. We will rim that problem tomorrow be sure to catch live editions of outkick the coverage with clay travis weekdays at 6 a.m eastern 3 a.m pacific 
You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare hey it's jonas knox all right game off we got to pause here to talk more about monopoly go i know what you're saying flag on the play you already talked about that but there's just so much good stuff in this game in monopoly go you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards the more you win together the more awesome prizes you unlock and there's so much to get unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!